Mm-hmm. We are back. Oh, we are back. I thought you were going to do a different nation every, every, uh, every podcast. Yeah, we're doing America this week. Okay. <laughs> okay. We're doing America this right. week. Right. We are back. What's up, bitches? America, baby. Okay. <laughs> 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 nah, we're not that kind of party, y'all. We, you know, it ain't political. It ain't political. What's really political about USA? That's where we live. All right. That's where we live. America. Huh? Home of the Coronas and uh, barbecue. I mean, the drink, not virus? the virus. Oh. <laughs> is that barbecue? Yeah, no one knows barbecue. Is just us. Listen, you know that shit. I, I don't know. You know, because like white people barbecue, and black people cookouts. So I don't know. I don't know who invented the barbecue. You know what I'm saying? I don't want to say. I don't want to say white people invented the barbecue, and then we find out that's another thing they stole. I don't want to. I don't want to, don't you ruin my joke with that time now. You drop your phone. <laughs> you drop your phone right in this comedic time. You think I tried to drop my phone, dog? That shit was nasty. <laughs> I clearly didn't want to drop it right on the fucking screen causing another crack in the road. <laughs> but, yeah, man. We're back again. How was your weekend? Uh, it was all right. Pretty chill, relaxed. Jen, stay home. Stuff on the house. Okay. You? Um, I, I, I didn't do too much. I had, uh, did some things with my dad. Oh, so that's just, yeah, yeah, cool, cool. Yeah, helped him with some some things. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Junior, huh? Met some this guy. <laughs> met some met some interesting uh, some interesting people. So that was cool. Yeah. 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 No, but you're wearing a jacket right now. It's like because it's fucking chilly in here. He's always trying to fucking kill us. He's always trying to. Yo, like, you act like I feel like you have like your house is like you have a, that that nonstop plan that um. Mr. Freeze had and, um, and Batman and Robin. It's like just trying to freeze the whole fucking world and shit. Yeah, Chris, it, dog, it's 70 here because this is my house, my property. You know, I lived in an apartment complex where it was their property. You had to be. Like, I had that bitch 64 every fucking day. 64. 64? 64. And when it got kind of cold, 67 to 68. Only people who keep their AC on 64 are serial killers. You know that. Right? Call it what you want. Now, you know, you, you know with construction, right? It's hot all day, so you're like, oh, I gotta so cool, the gotta cool the fuck down. I get you. I've been coming home different shades of brown all the time, bro. <laughs> no, I'm not working anything that costs me to sweat that much. No, it's, it's wild. It's, it's, I can't do it. It's, it ain't mm-hmm. worth it unless you, you actually own your business or you're a seasoned trade guy. That's right. Like, hell of benefits, and you get, you get paid. Like, like, when, I was a kid, when, I was, when I was a kid, my first job was a car wash. At that point, I decided I'd never be out in the sun again. That shit is not for me. I remember speaking with my dad. I remember my dad told me this when I was like 10 or 11 uh was having a discussion and i forgot what we were talking about but like he's always had the ability to like just i'm sure most people if you you know have a connection with your kids you, you kind of know them even sometimes better you know so I, I forgot what we we're talking about he looked at me and said he like i know it's like you you have to you have to get your job like some some desk job or computer you know something with paperwork ac and shit like that he was like, you ain't built for this outside shit. Like, <laughs> like, you're not built for this. Like, that's not you. Like, he right. Like, I was like, I remember, like, I remember at that time feeling like I didn't want to be, like, doing an outside job or anything like that. But him saying that kind of offended me in the moment. I was like, yeah, what do you mean by that? But later <laughs> on, later on, I was like, no, he's dead on with that shit. Yeah, like, man. I can't, like, if they do it, they, man, like, I, you know, they try to send me somewhere right now where there's no AC or something like that. Where I'm working now, should look. That might have been just an old, like a generational old head insult. Because my granddad used to say the same shit to me. Like, if I was already sweating, like, you know, 10, 15 minutes, keep in mind, I was a kid, I was probably eight years old. You know? No, no, we wasn't even doing nothing outside. 
Oh, he, when said, he said this. Oh, yes. okay. That's what I was saying. Outside, my that outside, do shit. Okay, no, okay. No, no. Like it was, we was inside in the AC already, and I don't know what. Bro, I was, was just, I don't know. Oh, he, no. just, he just looked at you and was just like, you know, we was talking about you know what something. You're not gonna be good at. He was just like, you know outside. what? That's not true. You know, like that's not screwing you with shit. That's not you. Like he, you know, he like, was just looking at you. No, he was just like. I can't remember exactly what the scenario was, but I really don't be like going to do a lot of physical strenuous shit. Okay, so, so something, like, something happened that made it sick. Yeah, okay. And he okay. was so like, he was just looking at you. He was like, like that's not you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's not you. He was just talking to you. That sounds like a funny guy. Oh, no, he's hilarious. No, he's hilarious. <laughs> like, imagine... Imagine me, but like, funnier. Okay. But, like, nicer. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like nicer. Like, you look like your dad? Yeah. Like, people crave y'all a lot. You know, <laughs> like, like, just like, like, yeah. Like it's not like no, it's no mystery there. No, mystery. no, no, no. No, but I mean, no, I mean, like literally, like I was, just, I was just with him. Uh, was it yesterday? Yeah. Like it was just yesterday. Like people, like I was walking past some people that they didn't see me with him, but they know him. Like they they'd be in this area too or whatever they work in this area as well, and they were like, "Hey, you're, you're the John's kid. Hey, you look just like him." It's just like it was also it's like I'm like, "Oh yeah, and I'm John." I'm like, "Oh okay, yeah yeah." But and here come the jokes, right? Those, those, yeah, kind of always something, right? some little. You guys should be twins. He <laughs> had a nickel, right? Right. Yeah, yeah. I really, I really be fucking rich every time I heard that shit. That's Jesus. But anyway, man, we got to get into the shit. So I figured this episode, you know, I'm going to keep it positive. So we're going to throw about all the negative shit first. We're going to get this shit out of the way. Boom. So let's, let's pick up an ongoing story. And we're going to continue to talk about the story. Probably, you know, I feel like at first I was like, I'll be honest with you. At first I was like, you know, we're talking about Jonathan Majors here. But like at first I was actually feeling like, oh, I can't cover this story. But then I was like, mm, that'd be a little unfair. I, you know, I was like, I. We kept talking about the Ezra Miller story. Talking about that shit for months. So I have to keep governing this just to keep it with fairness. So I'm like, okay, okay, we'll keep following. More allegations have hit my boy Jonathan Majors. Yeah, I heard some some new accusers are coming forward. Coming forward with the DA, yeah. like the city he's in. Yes, 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 yes. That's crazy. The DA, that's crazy. The DA, DA. not gonna take no nothing if they, they don't got like yeah. if they if they don't feel like it's something up. It's a high profile case, and they don't feel like it's something up. You think they would take it? The DA, the DA take it. Even if it's not a slam dunk, you now know this is the DA who's now prosecuting Jonathan Majors. His name is so much bigger. Yeah, and even if he loses, he's he's when he when he uh, campaigns. Now he's the DA that took a stand against Hollywood. He's the DA who, uh, you know, not even no matter how big you are, we're gonna call you out on your shit. Like it's 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 political games. I'm not saying like he maybe he don't want justice for these girls or whatever, but I'm saying like. Either way, he would take this case, I feel like. Or she would take this case, whomever it is. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Or they, you know, it's too much for me to know. Okay. I don't know, you know, male female doing this shit, so I can't really speak, but. Or not by. But who who knows? So I don't know, but more allegations. Let's let's read. Uh, let's, let's read what we got here. Yeah. I'm not going to try to speak off the dome. I just some shit he didn't do. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or excuse me, so shit we, that we oh, we don't know. Right, yeah, you know what I'm about to say. <laughs> I say the wrong accusation. You a little bit of your your personal opinion there. No, 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 no. 
Everybody, you didn't even say no words right there. He said, uh, oh, I keep my opinion to this shit. Uh, <laughs> I keep my opinion to this shit because we, we're reporting that. I keep my opinion on this shit out of it. You know what I'm saying? Because we're talking off the mic. You know, more try, at least I tried to most of the time. Like, even when, like, the Johnny Depp Amber Heard shit, like, we went to that and played out. And then I said, see, motherfuckers? I ain't say see, motherfuckers, when it was going on. I would. Yeah, you, you know? know? The girl shit in your bed. You should, you know what I mean? Just. The girl won't just shame me, but it's rare play. Did they prove that, though, or is that still alleged? Either way, he won, so I'm going to say they proved it. Even if they didn't prove it, they believe him. Right, yeah. <laughs> yeah. They believe it. They looked at that girl like, you do like your shit. You like your shit. You like your shit with somebody. Think you look like you do shit on the property, And it wasn't your first time, either. It wasn't her. No, man. That Amber Turd case is crazy. Yeah, it was crazy. Still haven't heard but, shit from her. Oh, speaking of not hearing shit either, Jonathan Majors hasn't actually come forward and said anything. Well, in these situations, you shouldn't. In these situations, you don't. Right. You're not supposed to. Your lawyer would advise you to be polite to all the facts because you could say something and then that could, like, you know, hold you in contempt in some way or you know whatever. Right. And, you know, judge you know, driving public opinion. You know, right. You never know what's going on. You know, they could motion him to be silent. It's all types of shit that go on in the, in the court of the law that we don't necessarily understand all the time. But I know it's best to just keep your mouth shut. Let you. Even if you're completely innocent, it doesn't matter. You're in a situation like this, you keep your mouth shut, you don't say shit. That's why everybody was like, why the fuck did his lawyer or PR team, whoever the fuck, release that text message threat? Because the text message threat, they made him look worse. Didn't really look better. Because the text message threat was something along the lines of like, I know you weren't trying to hurt me, it was really my fault. Something along those lines, right? And people were like, you know, that's that's abusey talk. Like, did, did you see those pictures that came up about one of the the alleged accuser or whatever the fuck being at the nightclub hanging out with one of her girlfriends or whatever like an hour after the phone call? I don't know. I did see the, something in the New York Times something yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah. Right, 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 right. Club right, after. right. I did see, I did, you know, see something like that. Right. You know what I'm saying? That's, I don't know if that's, you know, I don't know if she was doing that. I don't know if it was from that night. You know how people are. I don't know. I don't know. If that's the case, who's, I don't know what happened. Who's to say it didn't still happen and then she's like, you know what? I'm going out anyway, just to get my mind off this shit. Right. You know what I mean? Who knows? But let's 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 read what's going on here. With the new allegations. This is I got the article because I got it from Polygon. It seemed like they had everything here in the same one article, so I was like, I'll read there. This is from Polygon. Jonathan Majors dropped from several projects following domestic violence allegations. Majors still currently stars in the Marvel Universe as King, and Marvel has come out of representative come out and said they have not as of yet removed him as King. Uh, actor Jonathan Majors, known for his roles in Creed 3, HBO's Lovecraft Country, and Marvel Studios' Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania, is being removed from projects after his arrest in March on assault charges. Majors is set to appear in New York Supreme Court in Manhattan on May 8th. Uh, Majors was arrested on charges of strangulation, assault, and harassment on March 26th. Shortly after his arrest, uh, his lawyer released a statement claiming that the actor was innocent and that Majors was actually the victim of an altercation. With a woman that he knows, uh, Major's crisis publicist, who is also the husband of his attorney, released text messages from the alleged victim in hopes that they would clear up Major's involvement. That defense seemed to backfire. The text, some said, read like they were written by a victim of abuse. You know, we were just talking about that. I was like, that's just kind of made them worse. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they did. I don't know why they released that. But <laughs> after these details came to light. Several productions and agencies dropped Majors. Majors' publicist uh, 
lead lead company and management 360 reportedly parted ways with the actor, though the talent agency WME still represents him at the time of publication. Majors has also stepped down from the board of Gotham Film and Media Institute and the and the damn, and the Sydney Poitier Initiative. Damn, not, not the Sydney Poitier. Man. Love Sydney Poitier, goat legend. But uh, and and he that's like oh you know Sydney Poitier, he like it's like the original Denzel for us. Mm-hmm. Like it's like 1940s, 50s Denzel. Denzel's mentor type shit. But um. And he, was, man, he was the first black man on screen to slap a white man on yeah, sure. screen. Uh, but let me get back to this. Majors has also stepped down. I said that part. He has been dropped from a number of advertising campaigns. I remember you brought that up. Yeah. And then we were talking about advertising and shit like that. You brought that up. As well as the upcoming movie, The Man in My Basement. And, and an untitled Otis Redding biopic that Majors was reportedly considering has also parted ways with the actor. Damn. Damn. Um, according to a report from Variety, multiple alleged abuse victims and majors have come forward following his March arrest or are cooperating with the Manhattan District Attorney's Office in its case against majors. Among these alleged victim, victims is someone... Oh, this is juicy. I ain't know this shit. Among these alleged victims is someone who apparently worked on Ant-Man in the Wasp Quantumania, in which majors portrayed Kane, the movie's principal villain. Marvel remains in business with majors as of publication time. With production for Avengers The King Dynasty reportedly beginning next spring, the actor is deeply connected to the Marvel Universe. In its current slate of films, he appeared in the first season of Loki, um, and he was set up to be a Thanos-sized threat going forward. And at the end of Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania, uh, Majors was shown to play even more roles with thousands of time-traveling Kangs and Kang variants appearing in post-credit scenes. Uh, so, Kang is an integral villain to the MCU's current story arc, and which will culminate in the Kang Dynasty and Secret Wars. Um, so, yeah, the potential of recasting the role presents Marvel with a challenge. It says uh, Loki season two, which they've already begun filming, which they've already been filming it for a while, and he's in it. And he's supposed to be in it. Um, it's expected to include majors in a fairly prominent role. It says, "Yeah, he's it's already in the can, so post production." The news may may even impact uh, Disney's uh, video on demand slate as the company looks for the right time to release Quantumania on Disney Plus amid majors legal trouble. That's great. Uh, as Hollywood reacts to the news erupting around majors, the actor's representatives still attempt to counter it with new statements. Uh, Jonathan Majors is innocent; has not abused anyone. His attorney. Um, Priya Chaudhry wrote in an email blast to the press on April 19th, this was a few days ago, um, we have provided irrefutable evidence to the district attorney that the charges are false. We are confident that he will be fully exonerated. This is, this is an interesting story. This is an interesting story. Yeah, Give me your opinion. Because it, it, it said that he was a victim of... Um, that's, what his, that's what his lawyer was saying. His lawyer was saying, right? So one, that That's that one case, though. We gotta, we gotta right, keep right, into account right. in them other cases. Yeah, there's always cases that come out when something comes out. You know what I mean? But right. um, but we gotta take this. We gotta see how what happens with that. Right. But I don't know. I feel like a lot of these things they they, they jump the gun pretty fast. You know what I mean? Oh, in terms of firing him? Yeah. Oh yeah, I think like, they absolutely jump like the gun too fast. Death thing all over again. Like you know what I mean? Like all she, oh, no, she, I don't she think... like, said it, and immediately he lost almost every role he had. Well, the Harry Potter f- shit, the, the Jack Sparrow shit, you know what I mean? In film, though, and in, ter- in, in the working in the entertainment industry, image does matter. 
So it's like it's not necessarily what you've done, but it's like you know what people think of you and what you're what they relate to your image. And like when you're connected to a company like Disney, like Johnny Depp was, and like like Jonathan Majors is, like they they gonna protect their image first and yeah, foremost. But, but, see, but uh, that was Johnny Depp was just an example, but like Disney is right now hasn't even jumped about. Right, right, right. They haven't said which is about that's that's telling surprising. You know, that that. Mm-hmm. I think it's because they think put they so learned a little from, from the whole John Depp thing. You know, they jumped the gun kind of fast. And just potentially, that potentially. Remember, it wasn't just a one sided view. And remember, that was different leadership that got rid of John Depp. Right, Bob Iger's back now. So you know, maybe maybe it was never. Maybe they wouldn't have done that at the time. Bob Iger was there. Iger was in charge. Yeah, you know, he got poked about it. Right? <laughs> oh my god, man. You yeah. told me not to get the letter. So see him wear that red Trump hat. Oh man. Like, oh man. Oh, man. So, so with that DT. DT. You see DT in the fight? Hey, DT. Oh my god. Anything political at all. It's not with this platform. It's for we talk about pure entertainment. So. I think it's too early to drop movies for these projects, right? That's what I'm saying. It's, it's like, definitely, it's it's definitely uh, reactionary. But I only really feel it's no, I don't think it's reactionary to consider dropping. No, no, no. And also oh, maybe gotta, maybe it's also gotta save your own ass too. For, some, off a branch. for the tree. for the projects that weren't already in development, like he was just negotiating with them, I can kinda understand them like saying, Okay, we're gonna school with somebody yeah. else until you figure this out. I can kinda understand that. Um, a little bit. It's not necessarily right, but I can kind of understand it. Because I don't no blood loss there. You know, I mean, he wasn't getting paid. Right, right, right. There's no work that was there. Right. You know? People are asking for him to be. Um, some fans are asking for him to be a Lucas Kane. Um, like I said, I um, I want to like for let's be let's be very clear. I actually want to see this first. Forget the Kane shit for a second. Forget because people get like caught up in like the movies and the fictional shit. Like this for reality for a second. I actually want to see if this shit is true. No, for sure. Like I want to see if this person who because because sure. I always say like these are teachable le- like these are teachable and, lessons. And what's the context behind it? No, no, no. I, I don't mean like I mean like it's a teachable lesson for us as friends. If he did these things, like I'm not trying to say he did these, things, but if he did these things, this is yet another teachable moment that these people are not they're not the people they present to us. Whether he did this or not, we don't know Jonathan. Actors are actors, right? We don't know Jonathan Majors at home. You even when he does the red carpet. You know what I'm saying? Like that's he's he's uh, that's like he's at work. That's right. business time. Like we don't know what these people are like at home. We didn't know who Bill Cosby was for 50 years. Like we really didn't. Like nobody. I mean, the Hollywood did, right. but like the uh, we literally we literally thought this motherfucker was like uh, we thought he was Cliff Huston. We thought he was that guy. We thought he was that good doctor family man who loved right. his family and you know taught Theo right from wrong and shit like that and ruled uh, NBC. But no, really, he's just, you know, he's dropping Spanish flies, he's people drinks and shit. Yeah, that's not a legend because, you know, he yeah, said he did that yeah, shit. Yeah, he got charged for that. Right, right, right. Mm-hmm. Not even just the charge, he literally said that he did that shit. Yeah, but that goes back to the whole Dave Chappelle, and what Dave Chappelle said, especially, you know what I mean? Like, that will, not directly what he said, but what he was getting at with the whole, like, people aren't 100% good or 100% bad, you know what I mean? You have, like, someone who goes out being, like, extremely evil. Right, but then like was going home and probably being a great husband, a great father, a great brother. You know what I mean? A great mentor. He was out here sending people to college. He was out here getting people out the. You see, what I'm saying he was doing great things while also doing evil. So like, right. just goes to show people are definitely capable of great evil and great like good. This is what I mean. It's 
No one just fits into one category. I think this yeah. this is perfect timing. I didn't even, like I didn't even have this on the list. But like did you see that like that Charlie Sheen is is, is making a comeback? Yeah, and his like thirtieth fucking comeback. But like Charlie Sheen's not only making a comeback, but making a comeback with Chuck Lore, the creator of Two and a Half Men, who he publicly disrespected right. and like, you know, dissed and all this other type of shit and he had a big beef and shit like that, and you know, he's being yeah. Charlie Sheen was like, I'm not like trying to diss on Charlie Sheen because he's a legend. I love Charlie Sheen. He really did some crazy shit. Um, but Charlie Sheen was out here like with HIV um, and and sleeping with women and not and not, not, and not telling. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he should have been in jail for this shit. Charlie Sheen's about, but this is what I'm getting to. Like, there's room to forgive Charlie Sheen for that. I'm not saying that Charlie Sheen, if if nobody got hurt and he didn't infect anybody, and like as far as we know, or whatever. Um, and he's in the in the people that he offended are willing to work with him again. I would like to see Charlie Sheen again on TV. I don't think we should not see him on TV because he got HIV. I see Magic Johnson all the time. Like you know what I'm saying, like yeah, Magic Johnson wasn't. I don't even think about that shit when I see Magic Johnson. Yeah, I mean, I kind of think about that shit. No, I think about that shit. You don't think? No, no, but like you don't. He wasn't accused of spreading that shit. It's like the fourth or fifth thing. You'd be like, you'd be like, oh shit, magic. And then you'd be like, okay, like you'd be like, okay, pass like magic, okay. Well, he, then you'd be like, start hugging everybody. And then you'd be like, 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 I say this to say I say uh, to bring up the Charlie Sheen. Right. I bring it up to say like he's making a comeback. He's been out in the public eye for some time, right? Right. If these things are true about and we, th- I mean, this his his blowout or blow up or whatever you want to call it, Charlie Sheen, it was public. Same with Ezra Miller. It was public. Mel Gibson. It was public. We saw it. We heard it. But Mel Gibson goes on an anti-Semitic, racist rant. We heard it with our own ears. Right. These things we saw and we hear, these people are given second chances and they're allowed to work again. And that's not, that's not to say, like, even if Jonathan Majors is losing his opportunity, not, he, may, he may work again. But I do think, I want to see, like, will that be like that? T- can he can he go off and heal and come back with, like, the apology tour? Or does he, like, because I, in this cancel culture era, people want to be like, okay, get him the fuck out of here. I don't ever want to see him on TV again. He beats women. And if he does that shit, he definitely needs to face the consequences. And he definitely needs to, like, you know, I don't know, either seek counseling or, you know, if he face some time, whatever it may be, he definitely has to face the consequences if he did this. If he did this, he must, he needs to face the consequences. But after he faces those consequences, then what? Can he come back? Maybe he can't be Kane. He was punished. He owned up to his punishment. If he did this, right, and he took responsibility. And he did what you know was told of him, like judge wise. You know, like, counseling therapy or whatever the fuck, or even do some time or or you know, settle outside of court or whatever the fuck. He did what was needed so that way he wouldn't there would be no more counselors. He went through his punishment or whatever. Right, right, right. Can he do that before King Dynasty comes out? Before King Dynasty comes out. Because Ezra Miller has done it before Flash has come out, apparently. I saw Ezra Miller choke a woman out on video, and now other people are apologizing for them. And the Flash movie is about to come out with Ezra. I saw the video of him choking this woman out. They dropped him. Oh, he, he, she was, I don't know, that they were playing. I'm referring to it as and it was playing. And then the lady came out and was like, you weren't no, playing. Fucker attacked me. 
Right. We need to attack another yeah, couple, listen, so yeah. forth and so on. And we know this is the greatest hits. But what I'm saying is, yeah, there's another conversation to be had there, I think. And I don't even know if like, I can I can actually say this. I can pretty sure I can say this here. I don't know if you're going to be cool for me to say this here. But like, but, there's no denying. There's there's no denying that there are some institutes, there are some corporations, there are some businesses, there are some TV shows that are afraid of offending the LGBTQ community. You know what I mean? They are afraid of it. I guess to the point where they're they're like they 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 almost don't want to say nothing to certain people because they're like man this could be looked at like it's transphobic homophobic. Oh, you think he's using his membership of being in the LGBTQ plus community with certain to, things. To, yeah. as a cover as a as cover maybe, maybe for not a cover. I, I truly believe that. As a I don't know. He feels like he, he identifies as whatever he identifies. Right. As, right? Like, I truly believe that's what he feels, that's what he believes. I'm saying it's cover okay. from the fire that's coming out. I think he's using, he's using those titles as a shield, and I think some of the corporations, because of how big how big it is now. Like, right, you right. can't even front, like, it's 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 become popular, though, you know, those, uh, the pro To support the rights. And, support and the support the rights, and you know what I mean? And, and all this, all the things that come along with that. It's popular right. now, you know what I mean? So, and the trends, the trends, the trends, the weekend, you know, right. trends, the trends, I do feel like he thinks he's, he's almost invincible because, like, he has something he can scream if they come for him. I, was, you know, I mean, like, you're doing this because I'm, I'm trans. You're doing this because I identify as You're doing this because I belong to this. Right. Rather than me. Rather than just, like, just because I'm you're walking the fuck out. Right. Yeah, exactly. I feel like that's what, that's, I think that's, that's part of it. I'm sure there's more. I feel, I feel like, I'm sure I don't know if it's the two, but like, I, I specifically feel like in Ezra Miller's case, right. in his case, it has a lot to do with these corporations and these, you know, these companies being a little, a little at least, at least hesitant, maybe not full on afraid, but at least hesitant to go about certain things because they can already see the online outrage. And for some reason, online outrage is determined just about everything in the entertainment industry now. Yeah. Who gets canceled, who doesn't, what get moves forward, what project moves forward, what project gets put on the hiatus. So it's kind of like, kind of like as if they, like, they put you in a moral conundrum in yes. the sense where, like, you can't, like, how dare you get mad at Ezra? He's, you know, or they're, they're, they're part of the LGBTQ club. LT, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I know I'm saying it wrong. I apologize, but I'm trying to say it right. He's a part of that community. And, you know, they're, uh, you know, trying to be a part of that community. You're, you're, you're putting, you're punching down on them, whatever it, whatever it is. And he's using that as a cover. I think maybe that's a part of it, but I, I'd say that it's actually not the LGBTQ plus thing that he's using or they're using. I think it's actually mental illness. Yeah, so. I think they're using mental. People probably shit on me for that, but I believe that they're using mental. I believe Ezra Miller is using uh, mental illness as a cover for bullshit. Because, because, like I said, and then maybe, I mean, maybe it is, maybe it is mental illness. But I just know that the consequences that they have to face for their mental illness will be different if Jonathan Majors comes out and says, "Okay, I have a mental illness, and that's what's caused me to abuse these women." and you know, I have a terrible childhood and all, or whatever it may be, and that's what's caused me to do that. They're not going to have the same level of sympathy for him. Or, you know, at least I don't believe so. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. I don't believe so. So, like like I said, like, nobody nobody at Marvel has come out and been like, you know, Jonathan's not this person. They're saying, that's the interesting part. They're saying somebody on Quantumania. That's why I said I really want to see yeah. where this goes, because they're saying somebody on Quantumania even, if he really, like this, if this is really the case, because, like, I mean, <laughs> you're allowed to be an asshole, bro. Like, you don't have to. They're not saying an asshole. Right? They're saying, like, they're seeing physical abuse. Physical abuse? Yeah. They're not, if and you, they, they didn't shut them down. Like, what happens to you in that case? Everybody in that motherfucker. Like, everybody in charge of their shit. We can have a deeper conversation you know, about it, right? Right. Like, if Marvel fires him, they got to fire the management 
team that got a fire. Everybody that, that saw that was in charge there and let it slide. Because how the fuck are you going to have an actor literally abuse either somebody that works on the set or another actor, you know what I mean? And you're just going to let it fly like nothing. Are you, are you shitting me? Like, come on, bro. That that should that should be a bigger fucking problem. You know what I mean? Like, that should be just a bigger fucking problem. Like, that should definitely be something that... that you're saying you got to come after the... Yeah, come everybody that saw it. Yeah, everybody that saw it said nothing about it. Everybody in management that saw it. Everybody imagined that knew what the fuck happened and didn't fucking say or do shit about it. Yeah, that's when people get quiet in. Yeah, because if if I go to my manager about this and he goes up and keeps going up, there's going to be, you know, the movie might have to go on how it is or they're not even stop production. Yeah, okay, but like somebody just got their shit punched in or their shit slapped up in front of everybody and not the fucking soul saying anything. Allegedly. Yeah. Right? But like, you see what I'm saying? If that is the case, he obviously has. If it did happen, we also don't know that. We also problem. don't know the situation. It may not have been on the set. It may have been somebody that worked with him. Maybe he, you know, took the young lady home or whatever. Didn't got. I don't know the situation. Right. But I'm just saying, like, context always matters too. I mean, yeah. but the, the, the what they're saying is that he has a history of in his relationships with women uh, being a physical abuse. That's what he's being accused of. I mean, of course, yeah, you have the like. You got the producer saying like he's. That's not important. Else. We don't yeah. even care about that. Like, I wouldn't see that's not what's gonna get him fired. Like what's gonna get him fired is if he really put his hands on his women. Right. That's what'll get him fired. But and I know I'm getting ahead of myself, but I'm I'm literally only having this conversation about whether he can come back or not. I mean, because one, we want to see if he's gonna play gang. Like, if he's not, I mean it is what it is. That wouldn't be the first recast, right? Mm-hmm. But like I want to see if he's gonna get the second chance, really only because Ezra Miller is receiving one. And Charging, and I just I like I, I see like a Alec Baldwin. Alec Charges have been dropped. This enough? Oh my god! I didn't even put that on the fucking list. I don't even know how I didn't put that on the list. I, like, we can talk about that real quick. I mean, they dropped the charges on they Alec, all of the charges. Of, of, the manslaughter charge, yeah. Manslaughter. At least, okay. yeah. Because remember, they had already dropped one. Yeah. Of the man, so yeah, he's he's in three. This ain't what we mean when we said three DT. I just <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't pass up that joke because you remember Alec Baldwin played. DT on uh, Saturday Night Live. Yeah. But I don't know, man. I just don't think John is going to get that, that same treatment. And I don't know if he I don't know if he should. Because, like, it's like, I think some of these celebrities should be, like, I, I think a celebrity like Ezra Miller should be held accountable. Right? But I don't want them to start holding celebrities accountable. I know it's going to sound fucked up, but so be it. That's a podcast. I'm just being real with y'all. I don't want them to start all of a sudden holding motherfuckers accountable. When it's the black guy's turn. Yeah, all right. Why don't you hold somebody accountable when y'all get to Tom Cruise? When Tom Cruise go off the deep end, okay, and he slaps somebody up in the oh, excuse me, and he slaps somebody up in the church of Scientology parking lot, then <laughs> then <laughs> I love you, Church of Scientology. I'm just playing. The flash the flash movie where you close it. Warner Brothers must have made a fat ass donation to the Church of Science. Praising that movie like the best hero movie in the world. Love you guys. Love you guys. No, I, I see what you're saying though, because it's, it's like it's great. You have so many examples on that. Like, yeah, I mean, you have the like you said, Charlie Sheen, an old, an older example, but still fresh and given another chance. Ezra right. Miller, you motherfucker was terrorizing Hawaii for for about a year, right? Yeah, you had some change, and then you have fucking Alec Baldwin actually fucking killed somebody on the set. I got another. They have like a million got, fucking complaints. I got another. Homeland. And I don't want to. I don't want to fucking like well, he, Anthony Starr. I don't want to. I don't want to fucking like shit on him because I like. I like. Right. I like him as an actor. Yeah, what do you do? And everything, but he like fucking. This was like a couple years ago. He like beat some dude up. He like almost dude almost like lost his eye and shit. 
And then he got he didn't he got a one year suspended prison sentence, which means he can go, to you work go you, yeah, you really home, work. home and then if something happens then you have to go serve that time. Mark Wahlberg when he was like he it beat up yeah, he beat up the, the guy he, he fucked him up so bad dude's blind. It was a, it was a hate it was a hate crime. It was a hate crime? Yeah absolutely it was a hate crime. He beat him up because he was Asian I believe. Really? Yeah. That's oh, what shit. like that we all love Mark Wahlberg. He's atoned for his sins and all that other shit. But I remember that he tried to apologize to the dude. I don't think the dude accepted his apology. Well, no, you're fuck, I'm fucking blind in one eye. You think I give a shit? Right, I don't give a fuck. You yeah, slide me, slide me ten percent every every every, every box office movie you do. Yeah, yeah motherfucker. Yeah, that's how you apologize. That's how you apologize. Make oh, me no. make me a producer on the next uh, whatever shit you do, man. The next Uncharted. Make me a producer on that shit. Matter of fact, I want to be the villain. I didn't know. <laughs> I want to be one eyed Joe. I didn't know it was a <laughs> I didn't know it was a hate crime. That's crazy. Yeah, it was. Like, I knew about that. I just didn't know it was a hate crime. That's fucking wild. Mm-hmm. But the, the whole thing with Homelander, the Homelander act, I think his name's Anthony Starr, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, he got into a physical altercation. He attacked, I think, a chef. And almost, almost took his fucking eye out. Literally almost took his fucking eye out. He was using one of your sentences, returns back to work, plays Homelander again. I mean, the, they pretty much, I mean, that's what they talked about. Yeah, this didn't happen while he was Homelander. This was not that long ago, though. This was like. Right before season three. I have no idea what that happened. Yeah, this was right before season three. Damn, why the fuck we ain't talk about this before? Um, I don't know. I don't know. I think, I mean, the pot was probably one at the time, but I don't know if he was... Yeah, that was season three? Oh, yeah, yeah, we were yeah. talking about doing this shit since season one. I think at that time, we were still, like, we hadn't yet got into the whole, like, talking about, like, the shit that's going on in Hollywood yet. We were still talking about, like, just, like... Stuff from a narrative standpoint, I think at that time, like we was like, yeah, this happened on this show. This we we went and got that comfortable yet, right? right? Like, I remember the first the first time we talked about something that like wasn't like okay, this is a show or this is like this is like something that's going on in Hollywood. Right. Was when um, Will Smith slapped Chris Rock. Thank you, Will Smith, for that because you changed the show completely. <laughs> so I don't know. I, I'm gonna keep following the Jonathan Major story. Yeah, man. I, and I know people will be like, "Oh, he's caping." Y'all do what they're caping for Jonathan Major. You cape. You know what? I'm not caping for him, caping? but you know that like putting on your superhero cape. Oh, you're you put okay. on your superhero cape. You're trying to save him. But I seen the entire, you know, half the DC fandom cape for Ezra Miller for a fucking movie we haven't even seen. I don't. I don't. People know. came for like the worst people ever. Exactly, all the, all the fuck fucking time. Like, I'm not oh. caping. I'm just saying, can we wait and see what's going on? Trust and believe me. Trust and believe me. I will get on this microphone and, and, and give Jonathan Major some harsh words if this shit comes out that he's beating on his will. Don't get it confused. I'll get on his microphone and get on his ass. Caping. Not too crazy though, because he, you know, I don't want to see me in the streets. But he's a big motherfucker. I want to beat me. Right. He's not afraid to get violent. Clearly, he's a method <laughs> actor. <laughs> Every day he's an acting job. He's great. We're going to keep following this story. Nah, joke, joke. Yeah, yeah, we'll see. Next on the list, man, we said we're going to do this, the crazy, you know, shit, sad shit first. Goddamn. Fucking Lynn Goodman passed away. He's a dancer with the star. Dancer. Right? Host of the, you know, the yeah, older white gentleman, like, mm-hmm. boy, yeah, yeah, yeah. Real funny guy. He was a professional dancer. Is, um, is this the guy that they? I think I saw some reason. Was it bone cancer? Or something? Yes, oh, the bone okay. cancer got okay. it. Fucking cancer, man. Fucking God, Fuck it's cancer. It's always weird. Cancer be fucking. If you're young, monster, you know what I'm saying. If you're young, you feel like you're too young. Thirty-five, even if you're thirty-five, you know, get get checked, checked for colon cancer. 
and other and prostate cancer, other types of cancers and stuff like that because you never know. You check regularly. You check regularly. They get healthy. Yeah. We all need to go to the doctor more and get regular checkups. I used to go get regular checkups just for the element. Like, mm-hmm. just do, yeah, because it's like, that's something that, especially men of color, we just don't do. And I'm just like, I remember I was listening when I was working at the airport, I was like, why don't I do that? I was like, I'm insurance dependent. I could just call them making an appointment. Why don't I call them making an appointment? And I did. I was like, I was going to make like a regular check. Well, why don't I come down? And I was like, okay. And I made my, it was like, you know that moment as an adult when you make your first doctor appointment, you're like, that's weird. Like, and then you <laughs> get it, and they ask you, you, you smoke a drink? No, why you, you ask me shit like that? <laughs> why you ask me shit like that for? <laughs> you, you the feds? <laughs> Fuck going on? <laughs> so, but damn, lost Lynn Gooden into the fucking bone cancer. But he, you know, it's a long life. I know he want you want to about a bone cancer, but seventy eight. It's a long life, and he did a lot of yarning. It's a long life for people looking at me from the outside in, man. I mean, sure, yeah, it's something more than you want to do. This is fun. This is interesting. I didn't know that you always find out more shit than somebody that's. Uh, Lynn Goodman dancing with, he dancing with our judge, but Mr. Goodman was also a longtime judge on the British show, Strictly, it's called Strictly Come Dancing. Oh, so this motherfucker just loves dancing, then not. Huh? He was a professional dancer. Oh, okay. He was a professional dancer. He was no, he was a professional he was dancer in the, in the UK. He was uh, known for his wry humor and says wit and colorful phrases. Um, <laughs> yeah, shit. Yeah, dancing with the Stars is the American version of Strictly Come Dancing. It's the American spinoff. Uh, yeah, man. But he actually had even um, been working still up until a few weeks ago. It says. Um, he was with his wife, Sue Baird, and his son, James, um, when he died. Uh, he's surrounded by family, you know? Yeah. yeah that's it, you know? Not a bad way to go. Um, it said that he retained his sense of humor during his illness and dealt with it with great dignity. You remember when they had Carol Baskin on that motherboard? Carol Baskin? Oh, you know, That's the Tiger Lady, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Great Tiger Lady. They had on Dance with the Stars. Yeah, she's not Dance with the Stars, though. You remember that shit? I didn't watch that. You just like rolled up and like tiger print shit. Oh, yeah. You see that shit? Mm-hmm. No. no. They believe they believe she like. Hell yeah. You see that documentary, you believe it too. They believe she killed her husband, right? Yeah, she fell into the tigers and shit. Mm-hmm. I don't know if she did that. Yeah. But I know. I'm sure she did. But you, you can't prove it though. No, no, okay. Exactly. So she didn't do that. Same thing with, um. Oh, fuck that. She did it. So she, since she's like white OJ or something? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I actually know he did it. It's just you know, kind of late. And I'll fuck up and I asked my dad what he would do if he like if he like wearing the OJ because uh, he'd be on Naples and shit. And I'm like, you know, you know, Naples, yeah, yeah. yeah. And I'm like, what you wearing the OJ? Like, you know, like you're gonna be like, he's like, he's like, you know, that motherfucker be talking weird and shit. Like, you know, it's just like he has that weird like dialect and everything. How he, how he speaks and everything. Like, I know, I'd be like, I'd be like, and for me personally, the Jews. I'll stop him. I'll stop Jews! Come on. I'm not going to... Come on. This is a once a lifetime thing. I know. You're going to call him Jews, yeah, yeah. Yeah. This is like, you know, I don't know, running into Freddy Krueger or something. I don't know. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> so, so the actor that played Freddy Krueger didn't actually kill him. Oh, Allegedly. Hey, man. Would you ask him? You're an indulgent? What would I ask him? I wouldn't ask him shit. I'd just be like, Jews! What's going on, man? Good to see you. Looking good, brother. Take a picture with you real quick. Take the picture. And um, that's it. That's it. I just bounce. You want to ask not for the podcast? Not for nothing. 
as well. Yeah, I mean, I, did you do it? No, man. I ain't going to play with that man like that. No, I ain't play with him like that. Yeah. Yes. Terrified. <laughs> yes. Absolutely. <laughs> Fucking yes. Hell yeah. <laughs> but, like, like, oh, oh, I feel like, oh, maybe not, though. Because I do, like, I feel like this is such a weird topic to rap right now, but I feel like OJ is not that. Yeah. I feel like OJ is not that type. Like, I don't know this for a fact, right? I'm just bullshit here, but I really don't. I don't think OJ is that type. Of, like, I don't think he's like this. Like, like because, like, oh, he he murdered someone, so now like he just murders people. Like, I don't think. <laughs> like, I don't think he was that type of criminal. I think it was like a crime of passion. If he, if he did, if he did, if he was to, if he was to have done it, I think it would have been. <laughs> I think yeah. it would have been a crime of passion. Absolutely, no. Yeah. You gotta say it like that because he was found innocent. <laughs> <laughs> like so, just again, I think it was like a crime of passion. He don't seem like, you know, that's like, I don't know, like, you know how like sometimes like. The school where they run out of good lunches and they give you that nasty bologna sandwich or some shit right. like that. It's like, that was one time I had a bologna sandwich. I'm not so bad. I, like, I would say, okay, where are you going with this, bro? I'm just saying, like, just because you do something nice <laughs> doesn't mean you're going to do it. It's like you been judged for it entirely. Yeah, you tell me you're not going to do it. You're not going to do it all the time now. It's like, you, it's like people. people. <laughs> just because you do it. You know what I People, I'm just like people do shit like people shit like people piss on themselves or something, and everybody like holds it against them. They're like, oh shit, they go to pissy boy or whatever. It's like, it's, yeah, a shitty, you shit on yourself, you shit, you you shitty motherfucker forever. That's not fair. So just because he may have, he may have committed murder, I I'm supposed to just be, I should be scared. Come on, man, that's not right. <laughs> <laughs> Juice. <laughs> One bad day, you just to find a guy. Just get it. A bologna sandwich one time. That's cool. <laughs> you always gotta get a bologna sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> they treated like he, he had one bad day. They treated him like he had like a, a Joker type one bad day. <laughs> 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 He killed half the fucking city. Like, <laughs> yeah, like, he like, he poisoned the rest of the world. He killed two people. You know, God like, damn. Like, That's murder. Right. Oh, man. July. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 34 good years, and then on the 35th, he killed somebody, and you know, all of a sudden, he's a lifetime murderer. Like, they don't get tired of me with this comparison. <laughs> they don't get tired of me with this comparison. <laughs> but I bet you Tom Brady just not playing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just playing. Yeah. <laughs> What was that one fucking Patriot? You remember that one Patriot player? Oh, but he was a Spanish. Aaron Hernandez. Oh, okay, okay. Aaron Hernandez. He's still a football player, though. Like, okay, you know. Aaron Hernandez was like, wow. Hey, you know what I just called him? That one Patriot player, right? Oh, see, they don't call him the executioner, do they? Oh, okay, see? I see the double standard there. <laughs> the they don't standard. call... You know, I don't know if anybody call OJ nothing crazy. They just call him OJ. Like, that says it all. Yeah, his name alone is like... <laughs> like, that says like, it all. He's gonna fucking call him the Bloody Mary. It's like, that's like Fidel. Like... <laughs> <laughs> Like, I get it. I, I get it. I get it. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, okay, no set. It's all in the name. <laughs> <laughs> it's all in the name. <laughs> 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 <
shit. Oh, shit, man. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my gosh. Let's get to this. Right, Let's get to this. Not a political no, no. We say here is nothing but jokes and jokes. It should not be taken. You know, should not be taken serious. Straight clowns. Just clowns. But let's get into this. Uh, some fun shit, man. Let's get into this Russo's and Zack Snyder shit. First of all, let's get into the Russo's because last episode we talked about how the Russo's was apparently, you know, ready and willing to take on Batman. As it was being reported by a lot of different news sites. No, I, I think. Mean, I said that, and then you, you clarified. No, a lot of different, a lot of different sites were saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I, I said that here, and you clarified that they were just making the, the, uh, some noise that they were open to do a DC project. Correct. Right. Yeah, yeah. Right. They, they said that first. Yeah, because they said they, they clarified the Batman comments though. Like they said that like, they were doing the interview. They were like they had just they were like tired, and it was like the first character coming to mind. I was like, no, I love Batman. They were just like, what character? What DC characters do you love? They were like Batman. It's <laughs> like all right, something easy, real quick. But they were like, if they were to do a character, they would want to do something. You know, not as known because that's such a deep library of characters. But you know, I wouldn't mind them taking. On, I wouldn't mind them taking on Batman. Yeah, yeah, I wouldn't yeah. mind them taking on Batman. I trust him. Yeah, definitely. More than that one fucker that, that's only you've ever been known for doing like Will Ferrell movies. I forget the last guy we were talking about last week. Said so he wanted to do a Nightwing project or something. Oh, Chris McKay. Yeah, there we go. That guy. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> Chris McKay. Yeah, I trust the Russo brothers way more than I trust him. Yeah. He was literally. It's funny that he literally was uh, tapped. Like he was going to direct and write and write. In, in the in the DCE, that is fucking wild. But the, so the Russos did a they do like this new thing where they're doing directors interviewing directors or something like that. I think it's really cool thing because I remember, remember when, uh, I just like I like I like talent talking to talent because I just think like that's when the best conversations happen. Um, but I remember when um, Jamie Foxx first of all shout out to Jamie Foxx. Hope he's doing like well, I hope I heard he was like recovering the Jamie Foxx right, like, right, like, right. and stuff like that. I heard he's doing better. I, I didn't care like I'm not gonna know Jamie Foxx. But I assume like, right, right, I assume right, he was doing better. Um, but he had the actors on actors thing where he was like interviewing actors and you know, that, that he had some very classic episodes. I wish they would have kept doing that. But they're doing something now where it's like directors and directors. So he had the Russo brothers sit down with Zach and they talked about Justice League and they talked about just a whole bunch of different things. But I'm going to talk about just a couple things that Zach and I said um, about Justice League. I, I don't even need to pull it out of So one of the big things that he talked about was we talked before he wanted in Justice League for Lois Lane and Bruce Wayne to begin a relationship. And he says to the Russo that his idea for him is like, he thought of it like those old old time like war movies where the husband would go off to war and then he wouldn't make it back. He would die and then the wife would just move on. He looked at it kind of like that. Mm. Like, I guess I kind of get where you come from that, but that when you consider that the war, uh, that Superman went off to fight, like five minutes before that, he was fighting Batman. Like, like um, if you put that into context, like I don't see how Lois Lane could end up with Batman. How, how would that have? <clears throat> how would that have like worked when like a movie later they brought him back to life? You know what I mean? I think that wasn't. That I don't think that was the initial plan. Oh, to bring him back to life? Yeah, because he's talking about initial plans. Oh, okay. okay. He was talking about initial plans. At certain, at certain points. Okay, that's what I was going to say. We're supposed to believe in what, like a six month span? She found a little Bruce Wayne. Mm-hmm. I think it was going to be. A, it was, I think there was going to be like a time skip. Time skip. Mm-hmm. Okay. Because yeah. remember, in one of his, in the, yeah, that's icky. Remember, in it was one of his drafts, they got leaked for two and three. Just League, it was going to be like, then Superman was going to come back and end up first, first Just League, or whatever. And you know, Lois was going to be up gone at the Nightmare timeline or whatever. And Lois is going to get pregnant or something like that. And I think it was actually going to be Bruce's or something like that. 
and then they're like just like at the end of the story they were gonna kill Batman off in Justice League Three or something like that. It was it was you remember those leaks? Something like that. Yeah. It just none of it really sounded good. Like not why well, I say none of it, but a lot of it didn't. A lot of it sounded like uh, it's gonna be shit. Like. Yeah. I remember one of those leaks. It was something like Riddler, like yeah. solved the entire equation. I like, you know what? I wouldn't mind Batman dying if it wasn't like in a nightmare realm. If it was on some heroic shit, like he blew up and like blew no, it was gonna be. It was gonna be shit. like in the main timeline. Like it was gonna be like to stop the nightmare because the nightmare realm was supposed to be like, like ignited by her future or something. Yeah, it was supposed to be ignited by Lois dying, okay. and instead of Lois dying, like in this new timeline, Bruce was gonna save her, and that was gonna stop the nightmare timeline. He was gonna die like saving the universe or something. From yeah, I mean, gonna, I'm always kind of cool with that. Like if they had, to, no, like, I think he's gonna like, die from the Omega Beams. Oh, hmm. Yeah, like saving Lois. I think it's still kind of saving the universe in a sense, right? Or at least the world. In sense, yeah, right? but the whole him and her getting him and her getting together thing that just seems oh. weird, especially since he was like plotting murder the man that she was in love with like hey. before. I mean, what's and then yeah, like they didn't even have any on screen. On screen chemistry. Like, no, 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 no. Coming to that being like. Oh, and you know what would make more sense? Just him and Wonder Woman. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like that's, a, I mean, that's what they did to that. In, in and Justice League, yeah, right? Like, she was, like, eyeballing him up and down, looking at the bruises, appreciating all the hard work this human guy was putting in as a fucking vigilante. You know what I mean? Like, they had their, like, you know, their, their the, the warrior chemistry and all yeah, that stuff. Like, yeah, that would have made more fucking sense. Way more fucking Especially if he, like, in a sense, think, reminded her of, like, what's his face? Uh, Steve Trevor? Yeah. It was, you know what I mean? How one guy, you know, just like just being immortal was doing everything good to save the world. Like, right. you know what I mean? That made sense there. Yeah. That would have made really I think, more sense. I think who, somebody in that, over there in that creative process told Zack Snyder because then they changed it. They were like, let's not. And then it's, that's, that's the thing. People, like, I love Zack Snyder, right? It's his fans. They really get it. Like, grind my gears. Because, like, they <laughs> they act like everything the man says is genius. No. Like, everything he says I, is I, not I don't mind this. So, like, I like something. Yeah, I like a lot of that. Like, I'm not mad. I've never been like a huge fan of any one thing, even with fucking music. You know what I mean? Like, album comes out, I like maybe like three or four songs in the album, never the whole album, right? So, I'm like that with movies, too. Yeah, I'd be like that. ideas, too. So, like, I like a lot of Zack Snyder's ideas. That Lois and the Batman one. That wasn't it. That wasn't it. Killing Dick Grayson wasn't it either. That wasn't it either. That wasn't it. But then fucking Joe and I, when I posted this on the receiver and posted on Facebook, I was like, Joe Russo, dead ass wrong. Put gassing up Zack Snyder like this. He was like, George was like, he actually really liked the idea. He was like, I wish you would have done that. How about that, Joe? That made me look at you a little sideways, Russo. Batman mm-hmm. <laughs> dying to save the, you know, a possible future. They didn't, they didn't even talk about that. And I'm just, I brought that up from the leaks. Uh, they didn't even talk about that. In that would be cool. I, you know, in a sense, that would be cool. Like, if that was like the last time we were going to So that's that, like, like, that's that not even a cool way for him to, to get off screen. Right, right, right. And, like, heroically dying. It's it's funny like that's not even the hill like he was prepared to die like that's not even something he brought up again like his thing that he really wished he could have done was like Lois getting fucked by Batman like that's that's the nice. thing that he really wished he could have did. That's, that's weird. I don't know. But he also talked about um, like I'm I'm so used to Batman being in love with a dangerous dynamic woman you know yeah. what I mean? the, the only time Batman and well Batman you know, I think it's like Bat, you know Batman and Lois had that like small romance in the animated series. Yeah, that's like an episode and a half, right? right. I mean, yeah, yeah. And that's when they first, him and Batman and Superman first meet a little bit. Right. Right? Joker came over to Metropolis mm-hmm. and that's what they hired him for some shit, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I remember that. I remember that's when the Batman came through the jujitsu and fucking threw Superman through that fucking, uh, that yeah, like table yeah. Shit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. in the club. Yeah, I remember that. That, that, was, that was weird. That was like, epic, that epic, episode was kind epic of epic movie, by the way. 
Yeah, I was. I, I remember being like as a kid, being like, "Boy, you better get your hands off Lois Lane, Batman. I love you, but get I, your hands off." I, I was looking. I was looking at that like Lois Lane, her like, you know, this is you know, like, well, Super, well, I just met her. Like, I already saw her so far. You know what I mean? She's like a fierce woman, like in a different kind of way, obviously. Right. But like, yeah, he just like had a thing for her instantly, and then like she kind of like see through his bullshit, kind of, mm. and then she like, hits Batman and shit. And that, that's what kind of ended their relationship. I like to think the you know, thing that let's see if I gotta live with that. <laughs> Maybe so. Maybe so. Nah, we play. But yeah, no nobody likes a cut because that's some weird fucking gross shit you should keep out of comics and shows and movies all I just think it's weird. I think just think that was weird that would have been weird that would have been horrible. Like you like you can almost chalk up almost almost, right? You can almost chalk up Superman dying to Doomsday. Because he was just weakened by two fucking like kryptonite gas right. to the chest, right? And then, so you could essentially say, in some sense, Batman had his hand in that. Right? You know how I so think you're going to tell me Lois Lane turn around and just fuck the guy who like inadvertently killed her man? You know how I think that's this, crazy. You know how I think this could have worked. It's so funny that we have a conversation about the old, the old DC You know how I think this could have worked. If if Batman versus Superman for one, if it wasn't versus Superman. Like okay. if, it, if it was well, like if they were done the world's finest, you could have still had an older Bruce Wayne. I remember when they announced Batman v Superman, and or originally the name the title didn't come out. They just showed the logo with Batman and Superman together. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, okay, shit. And then they announced the, the next thing they announced was that obviously Bruce Wayne, Batman, Batman would be older, and then they announced it was going to be Ben Affleck. So I was like, okay, I'm giving a shot. It was all I'm giving a shot. If they would have had Bruce, and I remember my original theory for the movie that they were gonna have Bruce have been this more established hero who was helping the young Clark Kent because of like you know they had the, the the damage control type story of the first movie where he you know didn't prevent a certain damage in Metropolis because he was kind of new on the job and stuff like that. I thought they would have Batman kind of showing kind of like the ropes of being a hero because he's this long time vigilante. Right. He had this new 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 age versus old age type of thing. Mm. You know what I'm saying? And then together, then they kind of build the Justice League from there. If you would have had, you could not say you would have still wanted to kill Superman in that movie by having him die to Doomsday. You know what I'm saying? Like, like Batman's kind of maybe preparing Superman for a world without Batman, and then he ends up in a world without Superman, mm-hmm. that type of thing. Then, in like, it would have been still fucked up, but in like, if they would have had like a friendship or mentorship, then it's like he falls in love with his mentee's wife. You know what I'm saying? Then that would have been like more poetic or more like yeah, tragic like, and stuff like that. Yeah, and then if, if like maybe if you open up the movie and that dynamic had been going on since before the movie, you know what I mean? So like at this point, it's been like let's say two or three years that Batman has been mentoring Superman. He's known them for a while. That makes sense because now you think of him like little brother or something. Right. He dies, and now you're actually like heart broken. Right. And, and it's and not that, like the world just lost its biggest right. weapon. You lost your closest friend. And in that shared pain, pain you connect okay, the lowest. Sort of. You know what I mean? Okay, I can almost like almost like firefighter type shit or like army guy where you know what I mean? Your buddy what dies. Like that movie Brothers? Yeah, oh, that was twisted as fuck. Right, right, right. Yeah, that was twisted as fuck. Yeah, you know? That, that kind of that, That's in a way. Okay, ish. Still, still like a weird, softer cuff thing, but I can see how that could possibly work and resonate. But just that. in the way that they did it, no. I, I'm glad that that didn't happen. No. Yeah. And then something not else. Not that idea. Now, that was him talking about. He's talking about Batman for Superman and talking about like what he would have done with Lois and Justice League. But just talking about Justice League in total, it's interesting. He said that, like, so we already had known this about Warner Brothers. Like, when he set out to make Justice League originally, Warner Brothers was telling him he needed to. 
tone it down a lot. Like it needs to be lighter. It needs to be funny. People, he, he, he said their exact words. People like funny movies. They want to laugh. And he needs to like tone it down. So when he was working on the movie originally, he he was doing a lot of the things that they had asked for, like trying to make it as funny as possible, stuff like that. He didn't have the best time doing that. And then obviously, obviously he had that personal family tragedy. And he had stepped away. Then they had Josh Hume come in and essentially reshoot the whole movie. Later on, uh, Zach takes the the footage that he originally had, and you know the, the previous stuff, and then they make the Snyder cut and stuff like that. And then he has to add some scenes to like complete it and stuff like that. Right. He says that he, the cut of his movie that's out now. Apparently, the, he said that the, the original Justice League script that he wrote was darker than the one that he got. Even the Snyder Cut. He said it was actually closer to Batman vs. Superman in tone. I think that's a mistake. Cause like, the dark one? Yeah. Because I just I definitely felt like one of the DCU's problem too was like that doubling down on like, like Man of Steel was darker obviously than the Alfred Superman movie, right? Which I didn't have a problem with. I had different issues. Like, I love Man of Steel, but I had some issue with it. But they were, it wasn't really like the darkness per se. It was just more like story shit reasons. Like, but again, to go darker with Batman vs Superman was ballsy as fuck. In I think if the story was better, it would have hit hard. I think it would have made a billion dollars. I think it would have like hit harder. But the story wasn't that good. But again, I can understand Warner Bros. wanting to like play it safe because if you had two dark movies that have kind of like underperformed your expectations, okay, maybe we need to like you know brighten this up a bit. You know, not Josh Whedon style, but like I can understand where you'd be like let's let's brighten this up just just a little bit. But like Zach's like nah, like, just fuck it, fuck it, double down. We're going even darker, like. This is why I say, like, Zach, like, Warner Brothers was not always wrong to, like, slap Zach's hand down a little bit sometimes. Like, sometimes, like, Zach is, Zach is like that kid who, like, he reaching for a toy at the, you know what I'm saying, at the, at the store, and, like, all the toys about to fall down if he keep reaching. And he don't see that. He just want the one toy. Like, Zach, no, please, it won't make sense. If you grab that toy, the whole shelf gonna fall. No, no, I want the toy. I want the toy. He did the toy, the whole fucking shelf falls down. Like, I think they had to slap his hand a couple times, like, can't do this. You can't do that. You can't do this. And I think sometimes it was a good decision. Like, was it wasn't people like to say like Warner Brothers, just them like not letting him have free reign. You see a lot of people say like if they would let him have free reign, like he's those movies would still be going right now. I see people say that every day. I don't think that's true. Like, I don't think that's true. What do you think? You think if Justice League was even darker than Batman Superman, you think it would have been successful? But I'm sorry, I don't want to read his quote. He said the original script was darker and weirder, and. uh he said, and then when Batman vs Superman came out, and the studio was like, "It's not funny enough. People want funnier movies. They want funny stuff." He said, "We did go back and we did do a big kind of." Uh, he said, "We lightened the movie overall." And he would say that my he said that my cut of Justice League is sort of in between that, his original vision and what they wanted. He said the cut that came out is somewhere in between that. <clears throat> uh, my opinion on that, I think it could work. I think so. Uh, you got you got examples of you got examples of uh, you got Invincible, you, uh, you got the boys. Yeah, things along the lines are just slightly dark. I'm not saying it would have been cool seeing Batman chop heads off or right. Superman laser heads off. Maybe not that dark. But that I, may not even necessarily mean what he meant. He might have been the narrative been darker. I didn't learn the the okay. So we all have our complaints about Superman, right? Obviously, Superman did not have enough dialogue in the whole fucking movie. Right. But like I didn't I didn't mind the tone. Like no, the movie. tone, the tone was li- was perfect. Was, yeah, I didn't mind that it was dark either. I didn't, I didn't mind any of it. I didn't mind, I didn't mind that, and I didn't mind Man of Steel's tone either. Like, I didn't I, mind like it either. I was darker, like so. I wouldn't, 
weirder? I don't know what the fuck he means by that, because he's a loose cannon, obviously. Yeah. Right? So, like, he needs to elaborate a little more the next time he interviews what the fuck he meant by weirder. But, like, for it to go a little darker, I would imagine. Well, and, and I think it depends on the context, too. Like, if you had Wonder Woman cutting these, like, parademons in half, and we were seeing bloody, but, okay, that kind of fits you, the warrior, you know what I mean, Amazon warrior. Hmm. But if you're telling me we saw Flash, like, vibrate his hand, like, through fucking, like, a parademon's hand, and just sit there and let it explode, okay, that's a little, that's weird, that's a little different for the character, because he's, Flash doesn't do stuff like that. Right. That makes sense, though, if, if that would have been bad. Right. It like it's, it really depends, depends on what he what he trying to get darker. What would have been weird? Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. if Cyborg shoots a parademon in the face with his blast and it like blows it in half, okay, you can kind of see that maybe happening, maybe not happening. He's just learning his powers. You right. know what I'm saying? So, I remember, sir. I remember there was like there was like those certain leaks where it was like there's rumors that they, <laughs> they would have lost at the end of the first Justice League or something like that, like an Infinity War type thing. But see, like this is the thing when I'd be like talking about Zack Snyder. This stuff would be cool to see on screen, right? Them take on dark side, them moves, it's a to be continued, that type of thing. Like, visually, that seems stunning. And Zack Snyder is a visual visionary. He's an amazing visual director. But he's not a good storyteller. Like, that shit has to be earned. Like, we don't even, we barely know about your Superman. Like, we, like you said, Superman didn't even have enough lines in his second movie. And now you're trying to explain to us what the anti-life equation is. Like, it's it just... It moves all too fast, and I don't think it's like Earth. It's it would be like like how it took three phases of Marvel to get to six Infinity Stones. You feel me? And like they're trying to get to that gratification moment in the third movie, and I think that's not that's not how you do it. I, I, I don't think it really. I don't think it really. I don't think it, I don't think you need three phases. Not, not, not three phases, but more than three movies. Like, more okay, than three, more three movies for sure, but not three phases. That. I mean, yeah, Marvel's cool for doing that because they were like the first to do it, right? But right. to do that in every because you didn't need all those movies to set up the Infinity Stones for sure. Yeah, like, you didn't need Ant Man nah, one or two. You didn't need, like, you didn't need Thor it was, two. It was cool the way they did it because it was kind of like a surprise. Yeah. Like, oh, shit. Well, you did need and Thor then, two. I'm sorry because they had eight. Right, right, right. Everything that mattered, right? Obviously, right. everything that was connected to the Infinity Saga. You know what I'm saying? But right. then they had extra movies that, that, that it was. Outside it was just to explain the character, so that way when it did pop up in Infinity and, and right. you're like, yeah, oh, cool. That explains why he's there. That's cool. I don't, I don't think anybody and everybody. That has to do the same thing, right? But but if I'll give you, I'll give you what you just said. Superman didn't have enough dialogue. You know what I mean? You're you're throwing Cyborg at us. You're throwing Aquaman at us. You're throwing Wonder Woman at us. You're throwing like and it's just the, yeah. the Justice League didn't have enough time together oh. to where it's like we even care about them coming together to face these yeah, threats. Yeah, like we like, could have spent how, more time. How do how do you convince us they all trust each other enough to be able to choose to work together instead right. of amassing their own armies? To do what they got to like, do. Like, I think it's. I think it's. Yeah, you know, especially yeah. if you're doing a story like that. I think it would have been maybe more. It probably would have been better. It's interesting that they, they start the movie off with Steppenwolf, you know, working for Darkseid and it try, to try to indicate Darkseid for later, and then in the post credit scene indicate the Injustice Society. I think if you start these movies off like if you do Lex Luthor and Batman vs Superman, and then you do actually keep Superman alive in Batman vs Superman, then they could have done the Injustice Society. Or the Injustice League for Justice League, that would make more sense. Like all our villains coming together, like and then like you know Batman figures out that, that Luther is is bringing these villains together, so then he brings the heroes together to face them. That would have been a, a good first threat for them. And then you know you see the dynamic of these these heroes having to come together to face you know evil that has come together and stuff like that. And then they have to figure out whether they're going to continue to work together. And then you know the dark side stuff that comes in later. Then maybe that would have filled 
felt more earned. You could have done that in six movies. And there, there's something that could be said there too about like how Warner Brothers wanted wanted this to be lighter, happier. You could tell they're out here trying to mimic Marvel without really like putting the time and effort into planning the way Marvel does. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it's but at the same time, you got people like Zach who, who like you said, they're visionary. They, 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 and he obviously wanted to go with a darker tone. Like, and, and then there's something to be said about that too. Because too much lightness, too much happy, hopeful, you know, happy, giddy. Everything's a fucking joke now. Is the reason why a lot of these Marvel movies start to go downhill aside from your CGI quality. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? That you're seeing like a lot of repetitiveness, repetitiveness in this shit. Right, right, right. Like everything's a joke. Everything's happy. The, the every, great every, thing about Zack is that he's daring. Yeah, that's what we yeah, need. You, you know, need somebody you know, to push the envelope. Right, right. But you gotta. I feel like there's... But you gotta have a good plan with that. Yeah, you gotta have a better plan with that, man. Because hearing this whole Lois and Batman thing is... is that really fucking Disheartening, sucks. yeah. That, that, that really it's disheartening. It's like, why would you, yeah. you want to do that? Like, that's a really shitty fucking, like, thing to do. Like, yeah. A real shitty thing to do. That's like pushing, like, fucking... The, you know what I mean? The whole Spider-Man, Goblin, Gwen Stacy thing. You know? Yeah, that's... That's the, borderline that. You know what I mean? It's like, come on, bro. Like, yeah. Like, actually going to tell us their affair had been going on longer than Superman been dead. Like, it's yeah, like an ultimate, an ultimate X-Men. You know, Wolverine was, like, really wild in Ultimate X-Men in the beginning. Yeah. He, like, tried to kill Cyclops by, like, dropping him off the cliff. Yeah. And then, like, he was, like, he was, like, banging uh, Jean Grey, sleeping with Jean Grey. Like, the whole, like, while they all thought Cyclops was dead and shit like that. Right. Like, that's essentially what, like, that, that Lois Lane thing sounds like, like. <sighs> yeah. yeah, that was nasty. I'm not against the darker tone, not at all. You know what I mean? I like that darker shit, anyways. I like the, the grittier stuff. You know what I mean? Uh, Marvel, Marvel, they, they like shove the happy, go lucky, hopeful, light joke fucking genre down everybody's fucking throats for fucking ten years at this point. Hey, it, it's okay. It's it's that's why I the Mar- the the, 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 yeah, like the Marvel films of themselves are action comedies now. Like yeah, even that's... even back in the day, somewhat like they were kind of action comedies. They're not just like. Actions like, or dramas rather, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, like the DC films seem like at least in the beginning, just Man of Steel and Batman or Superman, good or bad, they were trying to be action dramas. Right. And I don't, and there's no problem with that. Like we've seen that work in a great way with the Batman, you know, a, a, a fucking political thriller, like or, or you know that that shit worked. That shit worked. You can take it serious. It just got to be a good ass story. And I hate, I don't, I hate, I sometimes I really hate both sides of the conversation because like you got people on one side saying like it's failing because they're not, they're not light. And it's saying like, and then you see some people and they're like, okay, well, they need to go darker. And it's like, neither one of those is going to work unless the story is good. Right. Like, neither one of those is going to work. Like, Thor 2 is serious as fuck, but it sucks. Like, it's, it has some jokes in it. I don't even remember the jokes in the movie so bad. Yeah, that was more story, I think. Yeah, that's what I'm because saying. The it's first cool. one was funny, but it wasn't funny. Because but it was heartfelt. Yeah, it, it was, had drama too. And you know what? It was comedy, but it wasn't. It wasn't funny because Thor was a silly idiot. It was funny because Thor was in a world he had no idea how to interact with. Right. And the, how the people interact with him. Yeah, to him. And then all of a sudden, after after part two, Ragnarok comes through, and then now he's just a giant retard. You know what I mean? Like he's just being dumb. I don't think you can say that. Ah, whatever. He's a <laughs> fucking idiot. You know what I mean? Right, right, right. He's just being straight dumb, like at this point, like every everything's a joke, everything's silly, nothing's taken serious. You know what I mean? Like no, he was trying to be this, the fucking scene that kills me. That was funny in the movie theater, but then like when you actually think about it, it's really stupid. He was trying to be like in disguise while fucking walking through the city, and the girl was like, "I can tell with you, Thor." He's like, "No, I fucking do this." Like you kidding me? Like you're for real trying to do like stealth shit right now, like walking through like the, the, the city of like Sakaar, or you know, like the city they were in when they were on Sakaar, or whatever. Oh like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, he called. He's like, "No, you don't know who I am." Like, come on, bro. 
like, what part of this am I supposed to really, like, immerse myself and think that this is really, like, some suspenseful shit? It's all comedy. It was all a joke. The whole thing. And oh, since yeah. then, like, the fucking, the, the, the rhythm and the, like, the algorithm Marvel uses at this point is just all comedy. Like, yeah, I would say that the success comedy. of that movie and the success of Guardians has made them maybe double down on the comedy a bit more than they should. Yeah, whereas, whereas, whereas the comedy works, I feel like, at least in those movies, it doesn't work in all of them. No. You know what I'm saying? Like, they've had good, they've had really good, like, comedy action balances, though. Like, I won't seriously have it. Like, I feel like one of their best achievements in, like, the balance of the action, the drama, and the comedy is uh, Infinity War. And Endgame, too. Even though, like, yeah. even though, like, Endgame hasn't aged as well as Infinity War. Like, I think Infinity War has aged better than Endgame, but I also like it both. Yeah. Why? <sighs> what do you mean? What do you, like, what, what do you mean like, by that, too? Like, what parts? Like, like the majority of Endgame is like talking, and the majority of it is like in the set, like like Act One is mostly just talking, except for like they kill Thanos in the beginning, right. and then Act Two is like a heist film, and then the third act is like a war. Yeah, it's yeah. Just, not even Mark. It's really just like thirty minutes of fighting. It's like one last battle. There's not a lot happening in the movie, but I get it because it's really like it's it's. It's a movie that probably like works better after if you just seen Infinity War, but like kind of like Matrix Three, where it's like you you really need <laughs> to see Matrix Two like right before when you watch it, or it may not hit the same. But I still like it. I still like. It. I think Infinity War holds up better with like the balance of like because it's like they're in dire situations and you'll still have like Tony Stark like beat Tony Stark and he can like crack his jokes because you know even when he's nervous he still like cracks jokes and shit and it just like. That 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 shit worked, and then when they needed to be serious, they were serious. Like when they needed to be dire, it was dire. Like like for instance, like when they meet up with the Guardians and shit like that, they just meet the Guardians for the first time right. and they have that battle, and it's funny and shit like that. But then like when they fucking fight Thanos, and like Star Lord actually finally gets to see Thanos like face to face, he cries and you know, he punches Thanos in the face and shit like that. Like they knew when to like balance. Like he's, I could see now, like. Like that scene being played differently now, like by a different director in this new age of Marvel. Like he goes up to him to, to punch him, and he punches him, and like he has no effect or something. Like or the, his or the gun, like, oh, or the, oh, or the yeah. gun breaks or some shit like that. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Where it's like there's comedy where it doesn't need to be. Yeah. So I just feel like they gotta find a balance in it. They just gotta find a balance. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But speaking of Marvel, speaking of Marvel, and let's talk about this uh, Deadpool three. Thing. We got some updates on that. We know that Wolverine now is confirmed to be a variant. It's not the same one. We knew that already. Yeah, because he it's, said it wasn't going to be the same one that ended in that. Uh, right, in Logan. In Logan, yeah. Right. But on top of that, like, just performance-wise, this end, it's like Ryan Reynolds said that when, uh, it says, when he was asked, uh, who was he talking to, though, uh, by a deadline, uh, when asked how he convinced Hugh Jackman to join Deadpool 3, Ryan Reynolds said that what we pitched to him was enough of a divergence from the character that he knows and the character that he's left behind that it gives him something completely new to play. Hmm. That's interesting. Right. So is it going to be, my thing is, I wonder if it's going to be like, is it going to be like a wild, like variant, like a variant we don't expect, like some crazy shit, like Age of Apocalypse variant or like, you know, something like that, you know what I'm saying? Exile variant or something like that, or is it going to be something where it's like, oh no, this is the first time we're really seeing him play comic book accurate Wolverine? 
because we could argue that he plays comic book actor Wolverine in the Fox movies, but I think that there's like some changes made to that character, um, specifically like post. I think like we get to X Men Two, even though like X Men Two is probably the best one, but like he becomes a bit more like heroic action movie hero. Uh, like he's just an emphasis on him being like this, you know, uh, you know, good looking ripped guy and all this other type of shit. Like instead of like being like this more like monstrous type character. That stuff comes from like those movies, and I think you start to see like him being a leader and all that stuff. You start to see that like trickle into the comic books. Like, if we get in this version where it's like it's full on comic book, like he's rough as shit, like he's above all the time, and it's like you know, he's just more like more brash. He doesn't have like you know certain connections and stuff like that. Maybe I, that's I how it changes. I hope we're not like fucking around and like getting a variant that's just like a hairdresser or some stupid shit. You know? No, nah, I hope it would not. I hope it's Deadpool though. Deadpool's a, it's kind of like. But that would be a crazy joke to play. It'd be a fucking wild ass joke to play. I don't sure. think. I don't think that would play well. I definitely think it's like something that we're not gonna expect. You know what I mean? I wouldn't expect the hairdresser thing. No, but no, don't, don't. Let's not. Let's not do that. Please, I can't take that. Yeah. I can't take that level of disappointment. It'll give me something. I, I truly believe like it'll be like a variant, but it'll be just just a bit different than what we may know. I hope we get a fucking suit, like a, an actual suit, like a real suit. You know what I mean? Like from the comics. Yeah, for sure. You know what I mean, or yeah, some kind of or with a mask show or something. You know what I mean? With a mask. Even if the mask is more practical, it's like you know, yeah, I mean, like it's not like super spiky or ten feet off the fucking mm-hmm. face. Like, it's like, you know, like right off his, like, forehead, you know what I mean? Yeah, that's cool, too. Yeah, yeah, I'm with that shit. I'm with that shit. I just don't want to see him in a black Yeah, I don't want to see Or just jeans and a fucking white tee. You know no, I mean? go completely comic yeah. Even if it's yellow. Like, even if you do the yellow. If you don't do orange and tan, a lot of people want orange and tan or orange and black. Um, but if, like, Marvel can... I don't even mind, like, that gray and black one. Like, like X-Force? Yeah. Especially since it's a movie with Deadpool. Like Deadpool. And then, like, Deadpool, like, fucking, like, at the end of uh, Deadpool 2, he had, like, that fucking ash and shit all over yeah. his body. Kind of made him look like, uh, like Yeah, that was, I think that was the point. Yeah, they were trying, they were trying. They were trying. That's how they got the suit or whatever. Yeah. yeah. Um, I think Rackles was, like, hinting on Twitter that they may be in the movie. I don't know. The X-Force may be in the movie. I wouldn't mind Donald coming back. She coming back. Um, that's not confirmed, but it just hints. I, I, I would love that. Oh, I would love that. She was Donald. amazing as Donald, bro. Holy but shit, the movie's already Jim Bing. They already got Hugh Jackman. That's in the movie. Colossus in the movie. But it'd be cool to have more than one. You think um, mm-hmm. Megasonic Teen and Gore is going to be in it? Man, I hope so. Because she was like always by Colossus' hip. You know? Yeah. Like, so she was like always with him. And she was a fan favorite character. Yeah. But I can see it in Legacy 2 and Okay. Yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing Megasonic. She is cool. Do you think they're going to bring that, that one chunk of kid with the firepower? Nah, no, he can stay. No, not that you would want him. Do you think they would bring him back? Nah, I don't know. I don't know. They already say he's future or whatever. He was supposed to be a bad guy or whatever. Like, fuck the kid's life or some shit. Yeah, but I thought the whole point of part two was like him like, coming to the kid's rescue and like, you know, being some kind of figure then. Yeah, but fuck that shit. It's a new universe now. That, that, that fake-ass uh, Looper reject shit out of here. That's nothing but the plot of Looper. You ever seen Looper? No, I know, I know the movie. Joseph Gordon-Levitt and Bruce Willis? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's literally the plot of that so movie. Some people's not coming right now? Um, probably not in this movie. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe Deadpool 4 or something like that. I think. But Some wild shit. That's how they bring back the guy and play Daniel. Right back into the MC. The yep, MCU. right back into the MCU and Daniel. Yeah, you know who you kind of look like? Who? Yeah, I never mind. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah forget like Rocket yeah. Raccoon is here or yeah. something like that. <laughs> you kind of 
No, uh, Drax or something. Drax is yeah, dumb. Drax. Like, yeah. They'll take Legend less serious. Like, it's Thanos. Like, dude, it's clearly not Thanos. You know what I'm saying. Yeah. <laughs> and he just, like, stares at him thinking he's invisible or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, if Drax survives, that won't. I don't care. They all fucking survive or whatever. Yeah, just don't know we're gonna die. Well, we know this for sure. We ain't gonna see Drax again anyway. Because we know for sure Jay, that DC does. Hmm. We didn't have his family in this version. I think I think probably he's happy that everyone is dying and you know whatever afterlife with his family. Yeah, you don't think him and that one chick with the mantis? Yeah, they're gonna live on the world together or something. You know, this is something that I haven't I haven't seen the um the holiday special. I haven't watched the holiday special, but they said you should have watched it because it's actually canon. Did you watch it? Mm. The Guardians holiday special. You know, Mantis is Star Lord's sister. Yeah, she's Eagle's son or something. Yeah, Eagle's like, yeah. like daughter. Right. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought that was cool. Are you serious in that? I don't know. I don't know. I, I could just see him dying. Okay. I just see Drax dying. And then, plus, like, we know the Drax is not coming back. Like, and, like, it's already being hinted that Rocket could die. I don't think he's going to die. Cause he's, being the one, he's the one hinted. And he clearly the red herring. Yeah. You know? It'd be full circle. You know, the bottom group died in the first one, right? Yeah. And that's. Yeah. And that's, uh, that's one of the big Drax. So that's the Sloanism, right? Yeah. It's the old, the old, the old, uh, Ravagers crew, right. which is really the old Guardians right, crew right, in the comics. Yeah. 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 Now I wonder if not, because this, they say this is the end of that Guardians of the Galaxy team. I wonder if the new Guardians of the Galaxy team is like a mix of all these characters, like into a new team. So I wonder if we could get, you know, some of those characters, some of those characters in this new Guardians or something like that. You know, because it seemed like the Guardians have, like, expanded and become, like, a, a bigger, not bigger, but, like, more well-put-together units. They got matching outfits and shit now. Yeah, yeah. So. Hmm. Yeah, sure. What was that movie come up? Deadpool 3? Oh, shit. I meant the Guardians. Guardians? Uh, <laughs> I, mean, I forgot we started this topic with Deadpool. Guardians, Guardians, Guardians comes out, like, a month or two. Right. Come on, Deadpool was in, what, next year? 2025? 2025. Yeah. Is it next year? Fuck. I think it's 25 or is it 24? I'll look it up later. But yeah, then other Marvel movies, I thought this was cool. It's not it's just a quick hitterating about the fucking title. It's about Metro Boomin, as you know, a uh, very famous, very talented musical producer, will be producing a soundtrack for Across the Spider Verse. I think that's very, very dope. That's it. Got some flavor on that. That soundtrack for the first movie was Slapped. Oh, that was slapped. So. I feel like this is going to slap me. Think, think, think we're going to get a, uh, any, any future sightings of it? That Metro Boom got to have future, right? Yeah. yeah. Future. Hope we get the future. That's right. Tell Gwen Stacy dad, I don't want it. <laughs> <laughs> tell, tell, you know, remember he was like, remember he was like, tell Steve Harvey, I don't want it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, tell, <laughs> tell, tell Captain Stacy, <laughs> tell yeah, Captain Stacy, I don't want it. What? Man, but anyway, switching Gears uh, universes rather DC. Um, you see the Flash universe about Superman. So these are two separate movies here. Two separate. You got. They're talking the Flash movie. Yes, okay. Flash movie. I'm sorry, I should clarify that. Mm-hmm. Flash movie, Flash movie rumors. Uh, it's been long rumored that Henry Cavill is in it. Remember they were saying he had filmed a cameo, but that's no longer there. So apparently the rumors right now is that there's a cameo of Henry Cavill, and it is in the Flash, but it's not the new shit that he shot. It's stock footage. Unused stock footage from Justice League. Okay. 
You think it's like just the running or something where they're racing or something? Um, probably. They say that from what I've heard, that it's it's um, you're gonna see Superman like when you see uh, Flash go through the Speed Force, you go back in time, you'll see that in that scene apparently you'll see like a whole bunch of like DC Miller shit, and one of them is the Henry Cavill footage. They said that's not the big shit though. <laughs> that's why I said it's two different Superman. There is a legitimate chance. This is a rumor right now. And at first I wasn't buying into it, but then I saw some shit that the actors had and I was like, hmm. All right, baby, that's killing me, bro. What? There is a legitimate chance that we can see Nicolas Cage and Superman in this movie. No, get the fuck out of here. Real shit. You should, how, okay, how, how, how? What did you see that solidified this uh, this, this theory? Dude? So in, so they say, like, he, he's supposedly, it's rumored that he's supposedly in that, uh, in that uh, Speed Force scene. This is the rumor. And potential spoilers for the Flash, for the Flash movie. So when he goes through the the portal to Speed Force, apparently when he's running, he's gonna look and see a portal and see uh, Nicholas Cage Superman fighting a fucking giant spider, like you know, like the, like John Peters always fucking wanted. You know, the producer John Peters he always wanted. He was like Kevin Smith. He told him to write that into the movie and stuff like that. So apparently it's like a nod to that that you'll see that like as he's like flying through, you'll see Nicholas Cage Superman fighting a giant spider or whatever, and it's just like a quick little scene. Now. That's just a rumor, and I wasn't really fucking buying it because I've been hearing about Nicolas Cage being in this movie for about like two years. Like, honestly, it's just been an online rumor for a long time. All right. But Nicolas Cage, I think, was doing this interview. Like, you know, it was like Q and A type interviews. With, okay. I don't know if it was GQ or whatever the fuck. And he was doing Nicolas Cage, and like one of the questions was like, "Man, you know, one of them was like, man, I always wish we could have seen uh, Superman and Nick okay. Cage.' Was, you ever seen the documentary? No." You should watch the documentary. See the pictures. I know, I know, and it look weird, but you should watch the documentary because maybe, 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 maybe I never like Nicolas Cage enough to believe he would have been a good Superman. I feel you. I, I feel, but I just think it would have been. I think because it, it was from Tim Burton. I think it, that's just as like it's just as like crazy and out there as like Akeem is Batman. But like I feel like it could have been interesting. It could have been something to see. Right, well, what did Nick Cage say in this fucking interview? But, so the guy says, you know, the, the, the question, whatever the comment was, I wish you could have seen him in Superman, and he says. Um, he said, well, he didn't say like, oh, well, I wish you could have seen it too. He says, well, he says, well, does it matter how much time you see me on screen for? And then he just like kept going. When, when the fuck was that? This was like, I don't know when he did the interview, but this was like not too long ago. Oh, yeah. This like, I, I already wasn't <laughs> like, John looks so disheartened. I was already that's one like, scene. You said, no, that's still stupid. That's still fucking stupid, dog. That's dumb as shit. You know, yeah, okay, that's you know the sound. You know, you know the sound. I already wasn't like, excited to see this movie, and I was just knowing that Nicholas Cage might be in it. That's this fucking weird old fucking one. For like five seconds, though. But you know what this reminds it's me too of? Too many fucking seconds. Uh, I feel like a lot of people won't, won't get it. Like when they see it, like they won't get it. What? They'll like, like they won't get like why they see Nicholas Cage and Superman. Like just it reminds me of like when people were saying that Tom Cruise was going to be in. Uh, uh, Doctor Strange. Multiverse of Madness? Yeah, because they were like, remember they thought Monica Rambo's character, or her mom's character, uh, the older uh, Rambo, the Captain Marvel of that universe, they thought that that was Tom Cruise as Superior Iron Man or some shit like that. Mm. And it was like, because Tom Cruise was once again a rumored to play that character in the 90s, and like, there's this whole like theory because of that. It's like, that, that wouldn't make sense to the general audience. They'd be like, why the fuck is Tom Cruise Iron Man? Y'all can't, the general audience would get mad, you know what I'm saying? I feel like it's the same, it's a similar thing, not that it's that big. But I think it's a similar thing. The audience is gonna be like, "Was that? Was that fucking Nicholas Cage?" Okay, whatever, and just keep on going. <laughs> like, yeah, that's it. Yeah, I don't know. I, I, this this movie just seems weird, but I, I'm gonna check it out. I'm gonna check it out. I think that's cool. Though. I think it's cool that Nicholas Cage finally gets to do that. I'm happy for Nicholas Cage. 
I don't at this point like I'm not like super excited for the movie. Yeah. Like So you're cool with whatever the debauchery they fucking throw out being at this point. Cool with what I don't think like I don't think I'm gonna be disappointed like regardless. Because you don't go anywhere. Right. I don't really yeah. Okay, okay. All right. Any more fucking rumors that are rumored around right there? No. no, that's that. Okay. Let's talk about Mandalorian. Okay. Let's not say it. Let's take it. Take it. Some happy shit. Let's talk about the Mandalorian. Take it away, man. You, you got say I, I liked it. You know, I liked the Mandalorian for now, but I just liked it. I didn't love it. I thought it was all right. Give us your thoughts. All right, let's 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 do let's do whether we liked it or not first, and then why, and then we'll go in with like theories of what we. Okay. All right, you know what I mean? So then we're not just like, you know, going back and forth, you know. Okay. I like it. I didn't mind it. That's right. And I'll tell you why I liked it. I liked it. Well, well, I think it's good, first of all, obviously. Part of what I say, I like it. And the second, because I was actually online and tricked by a fucking, like, community of people on fucking They were saying shit. They were saying shit, saying that. Spoiler alert, guys. He doesn't die. Right. I was led to believe by artwork, articles, and fucking people in the comment section talking that he actually died in the finale and I was fucking livid dog. I was heartbroken I was angry so when I saw that he didn't ultimately right and he ultimately like they won the battle I like was not like, only does he not die it also sets it up for like him and Grogu to have more solo adventures yeah. but re- re- repositioning the show to go back to its more roots yeah, yeah, <laughs> so it's like, like, yeah, yeah that's like, and, it's, and because of you know like the vast amount of fucking stories you can have in a, in a, in a universe like fucking Star Wars you know I mean that's I think that could work That that's like an instance of where like the conversation me and you sometimes have where it's just like I think if you go big once, you just gotta keep going bigger, or at least stay at that same level and you think it's okay to go back to like smaller stories. Yeah, absolutely. This is an example of where I can agree going back to smaller stories would right, definitely yeah. fucking Because it, it refocuses the story. Uh, just him being like a father figure to this little green boy. You right. know what I mean? And that's what we fell in love with. And exactly that's exactly what we enjoyed in the first season, second season, you know what I mean? So like I I enjoyed it through and through. I had a couple of complaints, obviously, but like I fucking loved it, bro. I love that. I love uh, the the fighting sequences was amazing. You they know, were done well. Uh, they were done. Fuck well. the armor. I, I got a bond as an armor. I was talking that shit like this bitch was a fire or some shit. She came through heavy as hell in that fight. Yeah, we she, all thought the armor was a spy because of the title of the the penultimate episode yeah. being called the spies. But remind me to talk about that because I, um, my homie C Web Child Cam Cam gave me some knowledge. Okay. He enlightened me on that. We gonna talk about that. Right. Right. The armor, bro, in that fighting sequence when they were all in the air fighting with the jetpacks, and she was coming through like like a like a like a like a scout from Attack on Titan, bro. Mm-hmm. She was out here just using the hammer and that other tool she got and straight whooping ass, bro. She was going in. They all was. Oh, they was all going in. Jetpack scenes. Oh, they all come. And you see Bo-Katan come down with dark saber. That shit was badass. No, it was fucking rough. That shit was badass. That, I think they saved most of their budget for this season for that for that for that for sure. Yeah. And even though know, we've heard some things about them potentially cutting things out of this episode, like space battle and stuff like that, that's why they didn't have a big battle in space and all that type of stuff. My complaints, though, is that I just felt like it was a little too easy. Mob Gideon has been taking over Mandalore all this time in secret. They've been building, building up this base on the planet and stuff like that. It didn't seem like they had a lot of defenses. Like... Mandalor- I know the Mandalorians are like, you know, some sort of little skilled warriors in the galaxy and stuff like that, but it just seemed like they got took out so easily. Like, it just seemed like they got, t- like, you know, when it was, but in the penultimate episode, Paz Vizsla, he's getting his ass handed to him. Recipes Paz, too, shout out Paz Vizsla. But he's getting his ass handed to him by the Praetorians, 
and the next episode, you know, yeah, I know Dan is, is supposed to be more skilled. We talked about that off mic. Like, he's supposed to be more skilled than Paz. Still, it's like four or five Praetorians, and I understand Grogu helped him. But then I talk about that too, like Grogu getting away from the Praetorians kind of easily and stuff. I thought that was kind of weird, him jumping. I, and we talked about this off mic. Like, I like the, the cute, I like the cute Grogu shit. But now that he's like getting into the warrior thing, they they they, they showed the aspects of that when he like you know he beat the kid in the, in the game and for the the. A little test little or whatever, dark, yeah. little dark test and everything. Like, and until you on the Praetorians, so like jumping around and stuff like that, like, let him be more capable. They say he was with Luke for two years. Mm-hmm. Like, let him be more capable. You yeah, know? they need to let go of that animatronic. Yeah, the little baby thing. Let, let him use more CGI, maybe. Right? Yeah, and let's age him up because he seems like to be like one and a half, two, right? Mentally. Right. Like, sometimes. Like, let's like make him like four or five. Like, make Grogu, like, the pain of this series. Like, Dragon Ball Super has pain right now, and she's three. And, like, like literally, like, you know what I'm saying? She talks in full sentences and shit, like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, and speaking of the angel, I'm going to just add on to that real quick. Like, okay, so we, we know Yoda's a species, his species, whatever they're called. They, they age, age slowly, really slow. Mm-hmm. But, like, it's an alien species. You can go ahead and play, and you're without even retconning it. You can go ahead and play around with when the agent slows down. Right. Like, speed him up to, like, maybe ten. Or five, ten around there, right? Maybe maybe mm-hmm. five, right? That's probably closer to looking at the cuteness that people are still gonna love and want right. watching, right? Call it five. And then he slows down again until he turns ten. Right. And then, you know, slows down again until he's like fifteen. Slow down or twelve and then slows down again fifteen. Like, even if even if he's like even if you just give him the five, you just give him to the point where he talks, it really won't even matter. He's gonna be the same, he's gonna be small right. forever. Mm-hmm. He'll get a little bit bigger, but he he won't get tall ever. Yeah. So like Age up his mind a little bit. You know, he ages slow physically. He doesn't have to age slow mentally. Right? right, right, right. We don't need him coming out here with like you know, you know, a grown a grown ass man out here talking to his daddy like he's a grown ass man too. What's up? What's up, little? Like, nah, he don't need all that. Like, but like, you know what I mean? Maybe, maybe give us a couple words. You know what I mean? My other thing too is like, so in the penultimate episode, they introduced like the Shadow Council, which I think was fucking that was, that was, that was yeah, fucking yeah, cool. Yeah. And like, I love that that the Empire is broken up these different factions. Like, you're supposed to be working together, but you can see there's some, you know, everybody's ulterior motives and stuff like that. Thrawn's making his play for power. And I've been talking to Cam and Thomas about this other weekend. Like, you got Thrawn making his play for power. You've got Gideon making his play for power. It, you know, it, it could even cause, like, you know, a civil war before we even get to who, whomever if this group will become the First Order, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, we could see a lot of battles going on. Because you, know, you got, third, like, 25 years to play with. Mm-hmm. So, that was cool to see. And then and Gideon, he's like, he's talking to them. He, he still seems just as like diabolical as ever. Then we get to the finale, and Gideon kind of was like cartoon villainish. Like I liked his suit, like the from the neck down. To be honest with you, but the helmet looked a little goofy to me, like a little like like knockoff like party store Vader, like Vader but not Vader, like Fader. Like <laughs> I don't know, like it just, you know what I say his helmet looked like. Um, his shit looked like Commander Zerg from uh, Zerg from Buzz, Buzz Lightyear. Light. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh hell no! They had my oh, Gideon. You talking about my Gideon out here looking like Zerg? Like, oh, and I was like, I was like, like come in. You, you know what I think? They should, I think he should have. Uh, I think he should have stayed at home. Yeah, but, but I think it still. I think it, it would make sense. Like you know. Stunned the boys too. Obviously. It would have been. It was supposed to be, you know, John Carlo ain't, ain't out here doing these front and back. No, but they should have gave. It would be cool if they gave him a helmet that looks like there. Maybe a hoodie or something. I mean, something to indicate like the dark side a little, you know, because he was obviously playing around with uh, 
he mentioned it. Right, they reveal he's been trying to give and himself or he make sounded himself. like he, he managed to complete it with his clones. Like he was able to actually give him four sensitive powers or whatever. And that then Jaren blew them up before they could even breathe. Before he could see the word. But yeah, yeah. You know I mean he he hit he believed it was successful. We're never gonna know because obviously he killed all the clones, but like yeah. you know what I mean? Can you imagine he, he has succeeded? You know what I mean? So I think giving them like a black hood. Yeah, because so there's a, so there's like these two, there's these two theories that go on. There's like there's one saying there's you know, the mustache gate where it's like all right. I, I believe that the one that we watched die was a clone. I do not believe it's because of a fucking mustache. I think it's just because it, it makes sense to look the story. That's why actually how like, I like explained to you off mic how angry Esposito sounded. Well, you know, Mark Gideon is naturally in the show. How he angry he sounded when when. You when know, the clones died. When the clones died. He, like, almost like he can, like, like he can relate to feel for them. Like, they were his brothers, for real. Right, right, right. Because right? if, if it was regular Mark Gideon, he wouldn't care. He seemed like he's cold. He seemed cold. Calculating for who he had to sacrifice for his play, right? Right. But this Mark Gideon sounded like he was hurting because, like, these fuckers died. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That's why I think he's cold. He ain't got nothing to do with no fucking facial hair. So, go ahead. Go on with your theory. Sorry. Mm-hmm. I had to throw that in there. It would be funny to have Mark Gideon show back at like, with the mustache. Yeah, the mustache and the theory, theory was funny. The theory was correct. Oh, my God. That is funny. Um, my other thing is like what's the other thing you said there's two theories yeah the other theory is that like okay well that was Mothman but one of the clones arrived and one of them is force sensitive oh you know what I mean how force sensitive do you think do you think one of them is like working or do you think like they can only like maybe slightly feel stuff or, I don't know or, I don't I don't know how that like how that, it depends I think like them like cloning Jedi powers into someone is something that would be new in canon Right. Like obviously we've seen that at Force Unleashed and stuff like that, but that's yeah. like like something in canon do that. It would be depending on how they, want, how they want to play with it. Yeah, exactly. This would be the first time. Because even the Palpatine didn't perfect it. Right, right, right. Creating fucking Snoke and all that shit. So, which the Snoke thing is interesting because I think like what could, what they could do because it, it seemed like um, and even in some of the comic books they've had they've hinted at like Snoke like had fought Luke and like Luke and the gang like in the past. Like, they thought he was a, a totally different entity. They didn't know, like, he was, like, a Palpatine clone or something like that, or a deformed clone or whatever. And, like, I think some of his injuries actually come from, like, fighting Luke and stuff. Not, like, there was supposed to be, like, a whole backstory into that before he got, like, just killed off. But, like, that would be interesting to show that he actually was, like, he looked alien-like, but then he, like, sustained injuries, like, while fighting uh, Luke again the first time. Hmm. I didn't interested. But, like, how do you... I, you think they can really bring back Mob Gideon a, a fourth time though? Like, does that not get tiring? They brought Palpatine back. No, but they, that's a yeah, but they and shouldn't. That, have. that was a kick. No, they shouldn't have. But they're still going with it. I mean, and they're not afraid just to double down on it and say, yeah, this is what happened. This is the universe that leads up. To well, yeah, you can't retcon something that big unless you've already put it out. Like, not a movie that you, Star Wars, you know. Like, I mean, you could, but they not. They brought back Thrawn. You know what I mean? After Rebels, we didn't know whether he was truly alive or dead or anything. You know? Right, right, right. But it left it. It left it. It ambiguous. And again, we had years in between. I'm saying we had years in between that. Like I don't know when Rebels in between 16, 17, something like that. And now we're gonna we're gonna see Thrawn. Now. Yeah, well, I don't know if that was on purpose or if that was more just for the you know what I mean for the times. Like back when Rebels was going, they weren't doing these live action shows. You know what I mean? Now that they got the ball rolling with live action shows, they might be back. They might be ready to bring back characters faster. You know what I mean? No, I'm correct. But what I'm saying is like they didn't use him for like two seasons in a row, like. Or, or like Francis, like they didn't make him the Mandalorian villain, and then also make him the Solo villain. Like they, they had, there's there's space in between that. Like where we'll see. We saw. I, I have I had totally forgot because it's been a long time since I seen Mandalorian season one. I forgot Moff Gideon was in season one. Right. Like he's in season one as the villain, 
He's in season two as the villain. And now season three, again, as the villain. If we go season four and then like his fucking clone pops up, it's like, I think they should wait a season on that. Okay, okay, yeah, okay. I, I wouldn't mind seeing Moff Gideon again. He doesn't have to come back immediately. Yeah. No, I, I mean, okay. He don't have to come back. He doesn't have to come back immediately. If he, if he actually did die there, I'm cool with that too. Yeah, I'm okay with that I'm too. Because okay you're already kind of stretching. But if you if you know you're going with the whole either the clone survived or you know what I mean that was a fucking clone and yeah. that that died instead then I, I'm okay with us seeing him somewhere down the line again. Yeah, and he doesn't have to immediately come back for the next season. I'm cool with next season being how how you know what I mean how we, we just mentioned earlier where it's back to just like you know bounty episode adventures and right shit. back to bounty hunting. Yeah, yeah, maybe, maybe a bigger story I play sure, but like you know what I mean? it doesn't have to involve Mafia. It also didn't have to like I, although I know like he's gonna be hunting for the the. Imperial or whatever. No, not Imperial for the New Republic, but he's going to be hunting Imperial. Yeah, yeah, something. Oh, you're hunting for the Imperial. Okay, 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 sorry. He's going to be, yeah, okay. I can see where we have to be. Yeah, he's, he's doing work for the Republic, hunting, hunting Imperials. Imperials. Yeah. So, I mean, I guess that'll keep the Imperials in play, but I'd actually be okay with them not doing Imperials, too. It's other bad guys in the galaxy. It'd be kind of cool to see Dinjarin and Grogu go up against, like, you know what I mean? Like, runaway Inquisitors or something. Mm. Yeah, I mean, finally, like doing their own thing or something. Yeah, that would have been them. cool if they, but maybe that would be easier to do if they would have kept the dark saber at play. I, I think that that would like bring up the the notion that men aren't afraid of like forces and shit. Mm. Okay, you okay. Men aren't have always been like you know, right? The ones to take them on, right? Yeah, yeah without any fear. Yeah. So. Okay, I can see that. Yeah. And then maybe they have to, you know, literally have to find the crystal again for the dark saber. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, you know, and then with the idea that. This would be kind of cool, right? I think so. Then Darn doing that, right? And then with the idea that Grogu is meant to use it as he gets older. Eventually, yeah. yeah, yeah. Right, because you, you are of two worlds, Grogu, that type of thing. Yeah. Kind of like how Boba Tan is, was, you know, she says, you're of, you're of two worlds, Boba Tan. Yeah, yeah, I remember, I remember how uh, Ezra and uh, Rebels had a, had a literal gun that was a fucking lightsaber, too. Yeah. And something like that would be kind of cool, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Obviously, you know, maybe a little smaller for land. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, I fuck with that. I fuck with that. Like a oh for Grogu, like a like a um the dark that is just sound fucking funny, but like seriously like a like a blaster that turns into like the dark dagger because it'd be smaller. Yeah, it's smaller yeah. The dark dagger. I can buy that. Yeah. But look, real quick on the dark saber thing. That shit was fucking retarded. I don't care. I know I was giving no. the same retarded. No. But I, I <laughs> We're not calling people that. We're not calling no, people. Absolutely. Like, you know, not, as long as we're not actually calling people yes. that, then I mean I don't I don't We're not calling people that. And, it, and it would be retarded of you to think that. <laughs> you, know, <laughs> you know what you don't want to be? <laughs> <laughs> that's on you guys. <laughs> all right. So now that we all understood that that's not what we were saying, right? right? Just them right. breaking the dark shit like that was no. lame. Okay, After, that, was, that was one of my complaints. That was wack. Because it was, it was obviously really important. They kept hinting that it was really fucking important. The man said it was made out of... He said, like, he didn't just say it was made out of best car. He said it's made out of a Beskar alloy, stronger than anything I've ever seen before. That's what he told the armor. I don't give a fuck what the Imperials at. I don't care what Mop Gideon's over there doing with his suit. I don't think he should have broke that shit. An ancient, an ancient weapon that survived since the time of Tar Visible in the in the Mandalorian Wars. Thousands of years this shit has been around. Never got broken. And Mop Gideon breaks it in his hand. Like, no way. I, I, I can see And they let it just fucking fall somewhere? Like, come on. Like, at least save the crystal, right? Yo! At least save the crystal. But I, I can see the symbolism behind it, right? Obviously, like, the Mandalore has been so torn apart, and, like, the idea behind the Darksaber is if you can kill the person and be in the combat, you're the new leader. 
And that's not the kind of leadership they're looking for. Right, they're I not looking for symbolism. Right. Like you don't still don't have to that's right. the fucking saber. That's that's why the that's why the finale is called the return. Because they because <clears throat> they return to form. Like they no longer they no longer have this thing that like they're fighting for. The Darksaber has always caused war. And something they also said earlier in the season was that like Mandalorians have kind of always been their worst enemy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In fighting. That, that was the spice of the spice. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah it's, it's, it's the infighting that always is broken. Them. Yeah, that's why an outside enemy has never defeated us. That's why, and that's why people thought the armor was a spy. Yeah. That's why people were thinking that the, the episode. That's, that was my theory the last episode. That's why yeah, people yeah, were yeah. thinking that the, the spy's title refers to that. But no, it, it actually didn't. And it's actually, it's interesting, you know, them calling the return because they returned to like a more traditional form of Mandalore and everything like that. But I got, I got some information here and shout out to my boy Kim. I've been telling Kim, I had this conversation with Cam. Cam got so much fucking information, bro. He needs to start a, a Star Wars channel. I'm trying to convince him to stop robbing the people and give him his information. Right. Oh, okay. So he, he's, a, he's a Star Wars head. He's an everything head. Everything. Oh. I don't know a question that I could ask Cam about the shit that we talk about. He don't know. I'm talking about on a different level. On a different level. Like, I could ask Cam some shit. I'd be like, Cam, you know, you know that one bat suit in the movie? He'd be like, oh, man, actually, that was the bat suit. When on the third day of filming, Christian Bale farted in it. Like, he'd know some shit like that. Like, he would know some shit like that. He would know, like, some wild ass shit. Like, you'd be like, how did you know that? It ain't true. You Google it. like, what the fuck? I didn't know this. He farted in it in front of everybody. That's it. Candles of Dark Knight 4, right there, on the spot. <laughs> but he wouldn't know shit. I'm telling you, man. Charlie Cam, but let me, let me that, that's funny that Cam is that person for you because you're that person for me. When I don't know no shit like that, I'm like, damn. When I, I hit t- when I hit that wall and I go, what the fuck? What's going on? I hit Cam, Cam, explain this to me. <laughs> <laughs> he, got he got the answer. Oh, he'll find him. Oh, oh he'll find him. He's your encyclopedia. I hit a wall. If I, if I hit a wall, <laughs> I gotta I gotta hit up Cam. I know, know. Friend, yes, sir. Always, <laughs> always, 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 always. That's what. But um, so I was talking to him about it. And he explained that the spies episode. It could. It, he. This is his theory. Shot him. He said that the spies. Um, it could actually be referencing something from the Bible, actually. Okay. So the title of the spy, uh, the spies, it's from. It's it's uh, talking because there are twelve. So there are twelve Mandalorians that go down into the planet. Okay. Uh, to, to check everything out, and in in the in the book of Numbers in the Bible, uh, it says that the twelve spies, as recorded in the book of Numbers, were a group of Israelite chieftains, one from each of the twelve tribes, who were dispatched by Moses to scout out the land of Canaan for forty days. This now, this 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 portion of the Bible is the, the uh, what Canaan. That's also where. Uh, Dave Filoni gets the name Can obviously changed the, the C to a K. That's how he gets the name Canaan for the Rebels Jedi. Okay. So he also he wrote these episodes. Right. So oh. the, like the, the spies <laughs> it refers to like these twelve Mandalorians coming to check out this land. It's like a reference to like that oh, Bible okay. passage. Okay. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, I thought that was cool. I was like, that's some shit we never probably would have figured out. I would have still been looking back to see if I could yeah. find like, spy. Like, who was the spy? Yeah. Are they gonna reveal it next are they gonna reveal it next yeah. season? Yeah. It's like when you when you look at the deeper like that, I'm like, oh shit. Okay. That's crazy. Alright. Yeah, I'm, I'm excited for, for Mandalorian uh season four, especially when you get back to basics. Yeah, yeah. They've oh. yeah, they been working on season four since before this season. Uh, see and see uh, see that's 
That's crazy, bro. I can't believe these motherfuckers got me. They had me tripped, bro. I thought I was at the edge of my seat. Watching you really thought Din John I thought he was going to die. And I was just like, bro, I could have sworn it was a season four. What the fuck? How was they going to do this without I'm going to start. I'm going to stop calling it clickbait. I'm going to start calling it hate bait. Because yeah. that's what they really want you to do. They really want you to get upset. So you're like, what the fuck? And you end up clicking hard when you like, you want to see if there's any real indication that this is going to happen. Yeah, bro, it's crazy. I think it, I don't, I don't want to say screenwriting. It might have been screenwriting. I had an article about like what happens after Din John dies. I'm like, what the fuck do you mean he dies? Right. You know, screenwriting do some shit like that. And, and yeah, they'll do it. And they'll do it in the sense of like, okay, it'll say like, what what will happen when Din John dies? And then in the article, say it'll say if. Yeah, like, but the and title will say, title will say <laughs> right, yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. Some fucking shit like that, bro. I, thought, I was so fucking pissed. Yeah, I was happy though. Like, I was really, I was like, wow, that's awesome. Like, the ending and everything, I was like, back to, almost like the back to basics calling and everything. Mm-hmm. All right. Yes. I, I was like, fucking yes. I was like, finally. Holy crap. I was like, oh my gosh. It was definitely a surprise that he, that he lived. I started to think, like, maybe he could die too. Yeah, you too? Oh, yeah. Or at least get imagine injured or something like that. It was pretty cool that he, you know. The fight scene with the, uh, with the Praetorian, what's it called? That's, yeah, Praetorian. Let's talk about this too. We didn't, we didn't mention this, and we can, we can, Topics after this, but I don't know how we didn't mention this. That was pretty fucking sick, and I think it shows how deep of a connection he has to the force. Um, when Baby Yoda, Grogu, then Grogu stopped the fire. Oh, bro, that was amazing. I completely forgot about that. I can't believe I forgot about that. I was gonna, we were, I, I knew we were gonna talk about this in the beginning. I completely forgot about time guy. That was fucking. That was wrong. amazing. That was cool as fuck. And you know, I gotta give it to both the same bro. They ain't even her kid. She hardly knows a little dude. She jumped in front of him with right. Ben to try to save him. Right. And and here he is, just, you know, saving them. Little, little that dude. was dope. And he got, like, tired afterwards and sat down. That shit was funny. And it, it also goes, like, there's that earlier scene in the, there's that earlier scene, I was having the, the same conversation with Cam in, uh, is that earlier scene in the season where he stops the two Mandalorians from fighting. Mm-hmm. Is this, like, a bigger picture to it? He understands nope. that. Nope, on the other guy, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And he was like, no, no, no. Right, right, yeah. right. And it's like, remember, the, the, the armor is it's so always the foundlings are the yeah. but not just that the foundlings are the future. It's all about the foundlings because right. they're the future mentor. What they teach them will instill you know into the future. I was also in that same conversation with Cam. Time we talked about, uh, I, I I brought this up. I was like, I said, do you think there's a chance they put Grogu in that Ray led film? Because by the time of that era, you should have an adult Grogu or at least a teen Grogu or whatever. And I think it, it'd be smart because he's such a beloved character. And you've had you've have this thing where that the sequel series hasn't been like it wasn't you know what I'm saying received the best by fans. You could strengthen that automatically by adding Grogu to it. Okay, I wouldn't mind seeing like that. Should be. Depends on the voice, depends on the personality. And you could also bring, like, he could be leading a new... Did that, that talk to you about this? Did we have this conversation? Go ahead. I was saying that... I don't know who had this conversation. We could have been Cam, too. But I thought we had this conversation where I said he could... You could be have one sec where, it's like, he's leading the new Mandalorian and she's leading the new Jedi. But it's like, just, the question is, does history repeat itself? No, I mean, that's conversation. Okay. That's good ass conversation. But that would be cool, though, right? Like, you know what I'm saying? I don't, I don't think it would repeat. It, I don't think because they're both like new age. They're both because accumulative, like putting it all together. He's had he was fifty years old. He's fifty years old, right? What they they established about fifty right. biology said so. So he had years of the Jedi Temple, right? Yeah, I mean, and now and then he would have and then he more had usual Luke, right? You see what I'm saying? So he's had like basically a human lifetime to understand the Jedi ways, right? And now he's learning the Mandalorian ways. And Din Djarin's not like an aggressive guy, right? Like outside of his attitude to defend himself and to defend Grogu, he's not and his bounty hunting shit. 
He's not like he ain't on his death watch. He, he's he ain't on no death watch shit. So like for for them to keep teaching him, you know what I mean, to be you know Mandalorian or whatever, and and how Bo-Katan's no longer death watch ish, you know what I mean, and she's open to like these these helmet wearing zealots and shit. You see what I'm saying? Like I think there's enough like acceptance of differences around him influences. You know what I mean? Like they you know, people in leadership positions that accept. You know what I mean? Or sort of peaceful, right? That I don't think he'll be like. The new, like you said, I don't. I don't feel like it's gonna be like a war between his faction. And his unless, unless the Mandalorians again, which I, t- I said I don't want no repetitiveness. Like I don't want the Mandalorians again to have their back up against the wall. Like, nah. You know what I'm saying? Wait. It would be cool if they were kind of like like they were still warrior like, but they were like private and like they weren't a part of anything. Kind of like how uh, Satine's it would be cool version if, was if they defended like the outer rim because the Republic wouldn't the Republic wouldn't. Mm, you know what I'm saying? Like, even if they sold, like, you know, contracts, like, all right, we got, like, yeah, I mean, we got Bonnie on this our group for a fee. Mm-hmm. I mean, you, 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 we can share for your talents for a fee. You know what they, I mean? That's what I'm saying. They got to bring like, the like, Dark Saber back. Rims, you know what I mean? They got to bring the Dark Saber back so we can see Grogu with the Dark Saber and Ray. Right, and because they kept hinting that, like, Dindarin, bro, like, it's crazy how, like, they they put it in the spot where, like, Dindarin would eventually have to Right. Yeah, and then eventually, you know, the, the idea that it would eventually go to Grogu started to come to light. Like, okay, that makes sense. Just to give it back to Boba Tan, so I was like, ah, oh, fuck. I'm okay with it. Just to say it doesn't matter. It, it doesn't matter anymore. It's like, oh my gosh, it clearly this, matters. This is a roller coaster. Yeah, yeah, fucking seasons. You know what I mean? Like, what do you mean? Yeah, like, like this is a roller coaster. Yeah, man. like, yeah. Like, I love the show. Love but, it. But maybe but, you're right. Maybe it'll be them facing uh, an Inquisitor reject or a, a dark side user. That pushes them to that to, to say like we need the dark side. Yeah, we need a saber period. Like where guns aren't enough, regular fighting skills aren't enough. But it's who's to say who's to say because first of all, the dark saber, okay, it's one weapon. And the those crystals like they react to like the user and the emotions of the user. But nobody was there. None none of none of the characters that we've seen use the saber were the original owner, Parvizal. Mm-hmm. And like Jedi crystals are chosen like by you know what I'm saying, like, or they choose the Jedi rather. What if Grogu was to go find his own crystal, but because he's a Mandalorian, it turns black? That shit would be cold. That'd be what? That'd be wrong. John Favreau, Dave Filoni. I you know what to do. Call, call us, boy. Hey, I will, give me a cowboy hat, Dave Filoni. I'll be right there with you. You know what? What also be kind of cool is that like they make an exception for Grogu, considering that he's one time or two. He's he's been brought up on Jedi training, right? right. And they actually make him a best uh, best car, right? a best car, like soldier staff or blade or something. That would be cool as a as a throwback to um, in the Knights of the Republic games. They had the fiber blades, and they look like normal swords. They look like metal and swords, they, like, but right. they could hold up to like like serious shit. I, I mean, it, it, this could be a callback to what was it, Mandalorian season two with the spear. It? With the spear, yep. Yeah. But make him a blade. He was raw with that spear. Ain't gonna right. Like he was better with the spear than he was with the fucking blade. Yeah, they should bring that back. Yeah. He the spirit back. Yeah. He that spirit. He lost his No, no, she she melted it down and turned it into armor, armor because best guards can never be created like turning the weapon. It was always meant to defend, never to, to like be an offensive weapon or whatever. She was like, uh, armor was explaining it to him, then on the spot or whatever. Yeah, you That's what I'm saying. Like, if they made an exception exception for Grogu, considering he's too small to hold a blaster, one and two, like, it would make sense for his strength. That he was a Jedi. I mean, they made exceptions for either Bo-Katan. one of those, right? Even if they made him, and even if they eventually gave him the lightsaber, I think that you could still do both of them. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that'd be cool. 
Yeah, he could. I just want to see. Or you can give Dinjarin the blade so he can teach the kid how to use the blade because he's eventually going to need the lightsaber. I just want to see Ray and Grogu stand next to, to each other and light that lightsaber up. You see that black blade and the yellow blade come side by side. Two colors we just usually don't see it in regular media yeah. like that. That just that would be dope. That's a dope image in there. I can see it. Yeah, it would definitely bring. It would definitely get her the, the pick me up. Yeah, that movie's probably going to be. I'm instantly going to see when you tell me Grogu. All right, for sure. Like, and, and pivotal, not just like fucking like fucking flashback or anything. Yeah. Like, like, he don't have to be like, because I still want I want Finn to get some play, right? Right. But like, he can be like, is strong, he confirmed to be in it? No, it's rumored. It's a rumor. Okay. Right. So right. so, right. so, you think he would accept it? He, would he said it was scripted. Yeah. yeah. He said that there was some change to Because he still loves Star Wars. Yeah. How could you not, right? Yeah. Just because they fucked up, don't mean like the universe is crazy. Yeah. It's like they had a horrible experience. It's like hearing that like shit you really like, like shit you could geek out about, like Star Wars and, and or you know what I mean, or Marvel DC. People have like horrible experiences being actors. It's just like, oh, that sucks. Yeah, that sucks to hear. That does suck. Because it's like you're supposed to, you know, franchise supposed to like be like you know, like just for the the the, the geek them, the nerd them, you know, like, mm-hmm. for us, like just to hear these people were having like the worst moments of their life here, they're drinking mm-hmm. themselves away, wanting to kill themselves, and there was always an uphill battle with these people. Like that, it's horrible to hear. There's a bad taste in your mouth with this kind of movie, you know? Okay. Yeah, it does. Act just act Josh Wheeler. It's yeah, happening. Yeah, yeah, no, nobody but I'm saying like nobody can like look at that that Well I'm just funny I tried to watch the um the Weedon cut like the other day. It's funny. It's not even when I first watched I didn't think it was like I didn't think it was the worst movie ever. It's like it's silly at some parts and I don't like some of it. I definitely prefer the Snyder cut. But like it's not that Bad, like it's not. I won't say like I'm not trying to say it's good either, but it's not like it's not Batman and Robin terrible. You know what I'm saying? But I can understand like not wanting to watch it. You know all the other shit. Yeah. But so yeah, hope hope for some updates on that. What's the next horror thing that comes out? It's not soccer. Yeah. Yeah, soccer. Okay. Okay. What that? Is it soccer? My maid. Fuck. That's right on the corner. Yeah, isn't it? Does it? No, no, no. I don't think it's coming out May fourth. Let's check. Let's check. I think that's Visions. Visions. I think Visions. Oh, is next. okay, okay. okay. Let's double check. Though. Yeah, Let's double I think check. I think you're right about Visions. Yeah, Visions comes out May fourth. So comes out in June. Oh, okay. So comes out in June. Oh, I mean, shit, back to back though. Yeah, back to back. Yeah, back to back. They understand the game. Understand the assignment. They understand the assignment, bro. Yeah, let's switch gears. Talk. Let's go to movie land. Let's go to Warner Brothers for a second. Let's talk about Mortal Kombat 2 starts shooting this June. Okay. What did you think of that first Mortal Kombat movie? The, 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 the one right, that we just right, got right. recently. The beginning with with uh, Scorpion with Scorpion was my favorite part. The yeah. rest of it was... It's kind of... It was very... Uh, yeah. 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 Like, it felt kind of low budget. I didn't like Luke that. Luke Kang was like... He was like, like backseat to a, a storyline that should have been had him in the front. You know what I mean? Yeah. And he was like weakish, the OC, the OC character. Yeah, and he and then he was like, he was like unsure of himself, lack of confidence, and was hardly. You know what I mean, like he, he was. I'm gonna be honest too. I ain't like he was so skinny. That too. That too. I, was gonna, I didn't want to say that. You know what I mean? Because like it's, you know, everything is not body shaming. Like people are like, oh, it's body shaming. No, it's no, not it wasn't body even shaming. all that. It, it wasn't even all that. It, it was just like, you know, martial arts. You know, like realistically speaking, a lot of these dudes that, are, that do martial arts like that are actually. Have a build similar to that, so I was but like, also okay. like, I can see um, if you're trying to keep to a sense of realism, but like, this is a fantasy fucking movie, right? And a lot of the things that they were trying to do in the movie 
like you know like certain moves from the game and stuff like that. That's cool. Like certain certain kicks, certain punches, like they really made it look like the game and stuff like that. Certain combos, like but a part of the game also is like they have these super ripped, you know, like yeah. they, like crazy ripped. Like, yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. like this, you know what I'm saying like it's like everybody needs to be like. It kind of, it kind of look like that, you know what I'm saying? It look like they could like really do an ad for shit. Right. Okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's, that's kind of a staple of the series too. I didn't like Scorpions the Sunday. Muscular dudes, hot girls. That's literally Mortal Kombat. Basically, right? I, I didn't like Scorpions the Sunday. That one dude, uh, the main character, I guess. Oh, he was. Yeah, that's right. He was Scorpions Scorpion the Sunday. I, I don't like him as an actor though. He wasn't. Yeah, he wasn't artist, really. That he good. wasn't that good. He was like that drunken fist guy. Remember that fucker that the Iron Fist had to fight and shit in the show. Yeah, vaguely. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't, I don't like him as an actor. I really don't. I Should I see him in? He's just never that good. Never really. Good. No. Yeah, he just. Yeah, I remember the critics not really liking. Wasn't a fan of that character. No, I think that, that character. Now I think after you've had that story, and I understand now they're they're going to like they're gonna go find Johnny and stuff like that. Um, that's cool. I think some of the the more the characters from the the game and stuff should start to take a more front and center role. Oh, for sure. And then like have. The original character kind of still be there, of course, but like let's build him up. Yeah, because they kept they kept hyping when he was supposed to be some chosen one. Which is like, hold on, if we if memory serves, chosen one is like right over here. Yeah, and, and his like, power was kind of like, uh, like just like, I don't yeah. remember what his fucking name. He just like he I don't, Troy, remember, Troy, I, don't Troy, I don't remember his name, but like he like he put like this like wraps armor around it. Yeah, right? arms armor. Yeah, it, it was like this weird like armor. Though. And then some of the movie was good though. I feel like the movie needed more Scorpion, though. The, the Scorpion thing in the beginning was raw. So Sub-Zero was pretty cool. Oh, yeah, yeah. He, 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 was, he was a mess. Yeah. He Sub-Zero was, was a mess. mess. He was probably the best part of the movie. Oh, Scorpion. Him Scott, for sure. Cole Young was this guy's name. Yeah. Yeah. He, <laughs> he sounds like... like he sounds like... I don't like him other than He sounds like... Uh, like, just like... Uh, he sounds like a PlayStation character. Yeah. Cole Young? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I wasn't a fan of none of that shit. Yeah, Luke King. Backseat to his own fucking movie. Own was Raiden in the movie? Yeah. yeah Raiden yeah. was in the movie? Yeah. Who played Raiden? I can't. It's been so long. Nobu Asano? Let me see. This guy, right? Is it bright enough? Is it? Yeah, I can see him. What did he. I can't. It's been a long time. I gotta rewatch this movie. Uh, we, get, we should do a retro review. I know it hasn't been that long, but we should do um, We can. Okay. Uh, let's see. It's like fucking fine. Yeah, yeah. Why is it so hard? Are you. Oh yeah, and I remember because I remember when I saw the movie, I thought he was, I thought he was the dude that. At first, I was like, I thought he was the dude that be with Luke Kane. Uh, uh Kung Lao. Yeah, Kung Lao? and then I saw him in the movie too, and I was like, wait, that's Raiden. Yeah, I do remember seeing yeah. him in the movie. I was like, yeah, they designed Raiden. Yeah, the costumes could have been better. I feel like for the movie. Yeah, I don't think they went on the cheap side of the movie, but I'm glad they made enough money for a sequel. So hopefully, the sequel can be a little bit more. A little more accurate. They definitely went the route of like the first fucking Mortal Kombat movie where they picked a bunch of no name people. Oh, actor wise, the yeah. only one I recognized. That's, that's offensive, isn't it? But still, like, only, I don't know nobody in this bitch. The only one I recognized was um, the guy who played um, Jax. Oh, I only know Scorpion and and, uh, and I did recognize Scorpion too. And Louis Tan, which is Cole Young, because he from Iron Fist. I remember. Right. Oh, and and Sub Zero, Joe Taslin. I know yeah. him because he played in that. I think it's called Champion. Or no warrior, warrior. It's based off of the story that Bruce Lee wrote with writing before he died or whatever. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So the HBO Max is a great martial arts show. For sure. I, I highly recommend it. Okay. He's like one of the main, one of the main characters in 
He's like one of the main fighters. So, so I, I enjoy him in that show. So I knew him there. I knew Louis Tan from Iron Fist. I knew Hiroyuki Sanada. Sanada, yeah, Sanada from Scorpion. And he was in uh, the New Galaxy. Right. Yeah. I knew him from a couple of different things, like over time. So I knew a else, few of them. I knew some of them. But yeah, just, he definitely wasn't like a heavy hitting guy. No, no, dude. I knew Jax. I don't know. I forget the actor's name. Uh, he played on Super Mikai Brooks. Mikai Brooks, yeah. He played Supergirl. He was Jimmy. And then he was also. Um, he, he was in what? He was a Supergirl TV show. Oh. He played Jimmy. Oh. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, in this picture, he got a mustache. So he didn't have mustache in the show. No, he was just. Okay, like, okay. Because I, I saw that. I watched that show for a little bit. So I didn't even recognize it. Okay. Yeah. He was Jimmy. And he was also. Uh, he played on. Uh, it's funny. He played on a TV show called The Game. Like, uh, I forgot what game was. It's funny. So The Game had like. The game is actually still on. This is this is a crazy way. This is a side side combo. So the game originally comes on uh, the CW, right? I think yes, because uh, we're talking about the same the game. We are talking about the same game oh, that shit. ended up on BTS. about football players. Yeah. Yes. 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 I've seen. I've seen. Going on? Holy fuck! Yeah, it's actually a, it's it's a continuation slash because it's like a re I call it a reinvention, and the the new one is really really good. Like it's on um, I think Paramount. I think it is. And it's, it's it's really really good. Like you know, it's, it's, it's like they can, they can drop f bombs now. It's like longer episodes. Like it's more. It's uncensored. It's it's different. None of the same actors. No, some of the same actors. Yeah. Some new and some of the same. Oh, that's fucking wild. That's crazy. How long is that something going on? Like the actual series. It's like even if it is like a really If you put them all together, I think it's like season twelve. Holy shit! Wow, that's crazy. So the first, so I think originally the show was made for UPN because I remember. UPN had girlfriends and all the, all the black shows, all the other you know right. the, the black sitcoms at the time, and then UPN merges with WB and becomes the CW. And then the CW, um, the CW was like, hey, they want to go to hour, they want to go to hour long dramas and focus more on that. But they were, they were going to keep a couple thirty minute sitcoms. So one of those thirty minute sitcoms that they kept was the game. The game would last for three seasons on the CW, then get canceled. And then there was like this huge, like there's always this huge, like bring the game back because it, it kind of ends on a cliffhanger, like two main characters. They get married, but then he, you know, he finds his, his, his ex is having his baby at the same time as to go leave, and it's, it's a whole crazy situation, right? And it ends on like kind of like kind of bittersweet note, and there's like some cliffhangers, right. and like the show was off there for like four, maybe five years, and then it started. I think either the reruns hit Netflix I think, first, and then hit BT, and then in, like the ratings for both were like so high, BT brought back. And you got then you got the BT seasons, and that's seasons four through eight. But the BT seasons, like only the first three of those are good. Like I really wish they hadn't did like season seven. Hmm. But then the new show is more in line. It's a reinvention. It's actually not. It's actually really not even in line with the original. It's like more serious, like the original, and less of like the BT's stupid Tyler Perry type drama. And it's, it gets more serious about the football talk. It gets more serious about like the mental health and stuff like that. The only like the, the returning characters, I don't know if you remember any characters from, but they have like uh, Malik, who's the, the quarterback. Uh, mm-hmm. He's still in it. He's like he's like the Tom Brady esque character now. He's like you know older, but he's still like still doing it. And then you've got like uh, a, a young new character they introduce who's like he's uh, a character who's like wrong, wrong, wrongfully convicted um, for like you know, sexual assault or something like that. He gets out of jail trying to like, re- recreate his life and re- get his football career that he lost because of this. Mm-hmm. And then you have like a, uh, another the third third main character, this new show, or third football player character. New in the new version, it's this like British guy who's like the star player and stuff like that. He's a running back. So the only and then there, there was the other returning character on the business side is Malik's mom, who's like shit. Now her her 
management business has gone from like just her managing her son and a few other clients to like her being like one of the biggest managers in the game. But it's, it's, it's really cool and it's really crazy how they've been able to reinvent themselves not once, but twice. It's really nice. Yeah, keep it going. And keep it going. It's nice. It's pretty great. Uh, they were even able to bring back the original uh, main character in this new show for like a guest episode and stuff. Who, the Derwin. Mm-hmm. Who played uh, Poochal played him. Oh, Poochal. Poochal is such a such a great actor. He played on the game. He played on Ray Don. He's such a great actor. Yeah, I kept looking at the Mortal Kombat guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the guy that played Liu Kang. I didn't even notice this. I mean, I just quite a few years in between. But the guy that played Liu Kang, uh, his name is, I think, Rude Island. And he was actually, did you ever see that 2015 Fire Ranger movie? Who was he? The Black Ranger? He was a Black Ranger. Oh, okay. Yeah. He was a Black Ranger. Okay. That movie, that movie was okay. It needed more action. Oh, for sure. for sure. I just I don't feel like it got it got enough budget, but it was still like yeah. it was okay. It was, I think it was, it was okay. Yeah. It, needed, it needed more Rangers. Yeah, yeah. but it was okay. Yeah, like in the suit Rangers. Yeah, yeah. I didn't mind it though. I liked it. Mm-hmm. I thought it was. I've been. I'm gonna pitch some. I'm gonna pitch this to you on there because we do like retro reviews, and yeah. I don't always pitch them. So sometimes we do it, sometimes we don't. We're gonna do certain things. I know we got some shit in the works, guys. I know. But this is something that's easier to do because it's like to me, it's like just another kind of retro review, but different. Okay, I was watching Supernatural. Though. And I'm on season nine now, and they come across this episode called Bloodlines. And I had heard about this, but I, I, it didn't click for me till I was like five minutes in the episode. I was like, oh, this is the failed backdoor pilot episode. Bloodlines was supposed to be a show on the CW that spun out of Supernatural and had a backdoor. So they took a season nine episode of Supernatural and made it Bloodlines. That whole episode, Sam and Dean take a backseat. They're only like in a few scenes, and like it's it's setting up this show about in Chicago where. Uh, these different supernatural factions are kind of like these in ma- mafia families, right. kind of, and uh, you know it's going to be these warring factions. And it actually had it had you know, CW loves to reuse and act, had some actors from like originals and stuff like that. But the problem was apparently for one, the show, um, and I've heard this. People say like a lot of things. They, they tried to they tried to spin off a couple things out of supernatural. It didn't work. They tried to do that, and they tried to do something called Wayward Sisters, and it didn't work because it just the thing about supernatural is like. It didn't have like an ongoing cast. The main point of Supernatural is Sam and Dean, and they're like the main interesting point. Yeah, they had like have some characters coming in and out, that right? They fall in love with it, exactly. Like, Unless you get Bobby a show or some shit like yeah, that, or fucking uh, or Sheriff Joe or some shit like that. Castiel, Castiel or something Castiel, like yeah, that. Yeah, like, or, or you had it, or you move. You have to move one of those characters to that show. Yeah, to yeah, do right. to introduce a character in one episode and have them a spinoff. I don't think that worked. There was one episode that I thought was going to get a spinoff, and it actually wasn't a bad girl probably. It was just a traditional episode. There was one that had this episode where this guy um, wasn't the he was a detective, but he was really a witch, and he had like he had like a, a familiar like like how uh, Clarion the witch boy has like or a, a cat that can right. turn into he had a dog that could turn into this like hot human chick and stuff like that, and he was like yeah, and they were all, it was weird they were also like in love it was crazy it was a it was a, it was a crazy <laughs> episode, but I thought that could actually that was strong enough to be a spinoff, but that, that wasn't their idea. But I, to say I say all this to say, Bloodlines was supposed to be the spinoff, and it didn't get picked up. Because the CW already had originals. It's like, okay, it's a town of supernatural people, warring factions, kind of mob, mafia-esque, and also like, you know, uh, uh, Shakespearean-esque also. It's like, it was too similar, and not just that. The originals already had a built-in fan base because they took the, the villains of Vampire Diaries, the best villains of Vampire Diaries, and gave them their own show. So people was already instantly... You know, interested in it, so it didn't end up getting picked up. So the CW owned both Supernatural and, and 
and Vampire Diaries. And Vampire Diaries. Right? And the originals too, right? Correct. If they really wanted to, like... Connect it? They can connect it. They can connect it just because, like, the monsters are different in both. Like, Supernatural yeah, had... Uh, been, you could explain that by region. You know what I mean? Like, the yeah, werewolves, but I wouldn't the werewolves in Florida could be a little different than the werewolves in New York, you know? Possibly, but... Same way has how animals differ that would have region, region. That would have constrained too much of the original story. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, because then, like, so much of their history has to then fit into the already established history of Supernatural. You're much more free when you're, when you're your own thing. You know what I mean? And they literally spun, like, that. No, but I don't mean, like... Originals that. literally spins out of everything. Like, the, right, like, but I'm not saying, like, curve, like put Supernatural directly in the middle of that world, but, like, they could have done a couple of crossovers and then, you know, made a lot of money off that. Yeah, maybe yeah, so. I mean, like, maybe so. Cross, like, they've been fucking Supernatural and Scooby-Doo. Like, we know for a fact that's not, like... The same universe. It's not the same shit. It's Scooby Doo. It's always, almost always a human, unless it's a movie. You know, right, or, right, right. Or right. movies. It's almost always a human in the mask, whereas Supernatural, it's actual fucking demons, monsters, and werewolves and shit. You know? Right. I mean. But yeah, I, I, maybe, maybe. I just, they're totally a little different, too. But, no, yeah, it's only sure. different, too. Yeah. But, yeah. So, I, I, I love both. I, th- I truthfully believe that the top three CW shows, in no order, I'm not going to try to do order, but mine for the top three CW shows. Um, that they've put out Supernatural um, originals, and that's a small deal. But that's no order. I think that's the three best that they put out. But I'm sorry. I say that. I brought up Bloodlines to say I think we should do this thing called Failed Attempts. Like a retro view type <laughs> thing. Like where we do like <laughs> shit that just didn't like work out. Like it just didn't work. Like when we were talking about doing the Fantastic Four reboot, oh, like that just didn't work out. Like yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like shit that just didn't work out. Okay. I like that'd be interesting. We call it like Failed Attempts or something Jesus like that. Christ. Yeah, I would. Okay. Yeah, we do like one one a month or one every two weeks or something. Yeah, okay. I'm gonna... And it, it literally just you know it's a, 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 like a special episode, just like the retro review. Right. We call it the attempts. Okay, next topic is Mod versus Mod versus Mod. It's a Warner Brothers film. This is from Deadline. So Deadline, Deadline's that's it, Deadline. This is Warner Brothers lands hot package. Mod versus Mod, Mod v Mod. They're going to they're going to Batman v Superman route. Right. Right. Ooh, what does what does the V really mean? <laughs> but. It's uh, starring Holly Berry and Angelina Jolie, two of my favorite actors. And they both, shout out to this, both of them also produced the film. Oh, that's cool. It says, um, following an intense multi-studio bidding war that went into the weekend, Warner Brothers has landed the package Mod vs. Mod with Oscar winners Angelina Jolie and Holly Berry attached to star. Roseanne uh, Lang is on board to direct from Scott Mosier's script. Barry and Jolie will produce along with Barry's producing partner, Holly Jeter, via their banner, Holly Holly, along with uh, Jeff Kirschenbaum and Joe Roth, who will produce through RK Films. Uh, it's a lot of producers on this. Uh, exact details are being kept under wraps, but an insider describes the pick as Bond versus Born type of global action thriller with locations to be announced. While Barry and Jolie have had careers that have spanned three decades, the two have never worked together. Both are veterans of the genre, though. Jolie starred as the title character in the hit action film Salt. Barry played Jinx in the blockbuster Bond installment Die Another Day, and she also was in John Wick 3, Parabellum, and the X Men films. While Jolie's credits include Mr. and Mrs. Smith, Maleficent, Laura Croft, Tomb Raider, and in that same realm. That's what right. So, yeah. Uh, let me see something. I don't see what's coming to it. I don't know if it's from the theater or the screen. I'm trying to figure out it. 
I thought I recognized the name Morzier. Okay. It says the Mod versus Modern Package marks one of the first major sales for Morzier as a writer. He had originally worked with Kevin Smith. I mean, before I say this, let me just make sure. Let me just let me just double check here. Oh, I'm sorry. I thought he was one of the actors. No, he, he's no, no, he's one of the producers that works with Kevin Smith. He's working with him that time. Okay. But yeah, that's cool. He sold his project to one of those. They should have called. It. I'm gonna be honest with you. Because I'm excited. Because I love Angelina Jolie. You know how I feel about Angelina Jolie. I married that woman today. <laughs> today. Today. The, I like the name. It's a pretty sound cool name. But the pervert in me wants to call it Mommy versus Mommy. Like, I'm just kidding. Wow. What a thing to say. <laughs> Right, like right in my ear too. You that's, said that's you said retarded earlier, okay? Whoa, 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 okay. Once <laughs> again, as we reiterated, I wasn't calling anyone like anyone in particular retarded. Okay? Right. I'm not calling anybody in particular. I'm just Angelina Jolie and Holly Berry, two two, two actual mothers. Your sexual fantasies. No, so. I'm not. <laughs> but that's cool, man. They call it Bond. Versus like grandma versus grandma. They're oh, don't do that. They're still bad, but they're old as shit. I don't care. Marriage. So what? Just like the female expendants. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I mean, you know. I'm excited for this. Both, first of all, they, I don't know why they didn't mention the turtles in that in that article because Angelina oh, Jolie was right. fucking killing well, shit. Maybe because like women lead type shit. You know okay, I mean? like, like Salt like, was her okay, movie, and then you know, I guess, and then you know, so I get you. Okay. Okay. I, I, I ain't gonna lie, I like Salt. Salt was a good ass movie. You ever seen that shit? Uh, yeah, I, yeah, it's been a long time. Oh, that was a fucking fucking fantastic. Know she had the blonde movie. wig and all that shit. Yeah, and then she like died wide. Yeah, she was yeah. like super Asian type shit. It was, yeah. it, was, it was a dope ass movie. She was raw as fucking that dude. Anthony Jolie don't miss? Nah, nah, she doesn't. She's a good actor. That's she's. We have a real conversation about her being underrated. Extremely. Because they don't be they don't be talking extremely, about her enough. Extremely. Anthony be low key. You know, she's yeah. a little weird, but that, that's my boy. With though. her, with her, <laughs> with her specifically, with her specifically. I think, I think they Hollywood and like the you know the world in general tends to look at her outside of movies more than they look at her. In movies. Yeah, I mean, like she's an actor. You're supposed to like judge her more. They more judge her work. based on her, like her life and her work than her work. Yeah. You know what I mean? When she, she's an actor, you're supposed to aim for her work more than her life. You know what I mean? Right. The weird shit she does on her own should be her inside. She's in with practice. You know what I mean? Right. Absolutely. Well, so, she turns into performances and shit. Yeah, because you talked to some people about Angelina Jolie. First thing they're going to bring up that weird ass brother. And then the second thing, oh, she's Brad Pitt's wife. Like, come on, she's more than that, you know what I mean? Or ex-wife, whatever, you know what I mean? And then, oh, she adopted like seven kids. Like, okay, so, you know what I mean? Like, right. Like, we're not talking about that. We're talking about 100. She wasn't salty. And, like, how her ass was amazing. And this, and this, and this. Yeah. You know what I mean? Don't forget Laura Carl. And Laura Don't forget Laura Carl. Those little khakis. No, you know what I'm saying? Like, I feel like. I feel like for certain people, like her and, and, and John, they, they judge her more based off her personality. Yeah. And her no, for sure. Real life than her, you know, her movie achievements. Yeah. Anyway, I do feel like she might be a little under. But I'm definitely going to be first in line to see this shit. Yeah, they said, what did they say? You said they said Bond week one? Yeah, that type of thing. And they're both really She doesn't movie. miss it. They're both, like, I know this isn't going to be some, like, cheesy. They're not trying to disrespect nobody, right? But this ain't going to be, like, some cheesy, like, Charlie Angel shit. Like, this is going to be, like, like, this is going to be, like, some legit shit. They really both, Andrew and Julie and Holly Berry, really both do this action shit. Yeah, and I hope there's, like, no real comedy aspect to it. I hope this is, like, like just straight up. They say yeah. Bond versus Bond. I want yeah. to be... Because neither one of them are comedic. Yeah, I mean, Bond got his charm, but there's no comedy. In I don't like to be, like, a Bond. real serious film. Two yeah. rival agencies going at it or something mm-hmm. like that. You know, Barry's CIA, and, you know, she's uh, 
KGB here. KGB. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I want to be able to root for fans of Angelique Dominic. You're going to root for her, man. Avoid the sick bastard. Correct. Correct. That's absolutely true. I'm going to be there to root for her. Like, nobody's small. <laughs> but, yeah, man. But, same realm, like a same spy tug realm. We, got, we talked about this last episode, Equalizer 3. Uh, Denzel coming back for the third one. The second final film. Film, right? final film in this franchise. Yeah, final film in the franchise. Three has been announced today when they released the poster for it. Uh, it said something like Justice has no borders or something like that. Yeah, like you have a lady justice under reflection the like before or whatever, like you're sitting down on your chair or doing that or something. Yeah. I'm excited for it. I'm excited. I mean, it gives up on this. Antoine Fuqua is amazing. The first thing we director. Yeah. That's what I mean. For the Raws, Absolutely. No, no, they didn't skip on action. I'll be honest, though. Then I was going to ask you this question, but I'm just going to go ahead and say that for the sake of like, some differentiation in the Denzel catalog. I'd actually prefer if he didn't die in this movie. Even I know it's the third. One, I know it's the final one they they announced, but I hope he doesn't like die. And I already told you this: he better not die saving that little white girl again. <laughs> I already said that shit. You yeah. cannot die in a movie saving the same white girl, Denzel. That's a that's a sin. I'm gonna die. I hope they they leave us off thinking that like he's still out there saving the unfortunate. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, he's still going on his adventures after the fact. You know what I mean? Like, he's still out there saving his leave it kind of, leave, it, leave it kind of open-ended? With, well, without, open-ended in the sense of, like, we can go ahead and just guess how his life turned out. Like, he's still alive. Like, it has some conclusion to it. Yeah. Is there, is there is there a situation where the character Robert McCall could find peace, though? Without that miracle? Or is he always going to be this character that has to react to it? To what if justice? this is peace, though? You know what I mean? Like, he, he always... His that can be. That can be too. His immediate response is always to react to injustice, like, even into the slight injustices. You know what I mean? Right. I'm gonna do this like he's gonna, he's like, he's gonna be like I'm gonna do this three like, uh, yeah. so type open ended. But then I feel like that leaves it open for them to try to for them to at least try to convince them to come back, <laughs> which he probably wouldn't. Yes. But then I just hate the like you know the clickbait site. Like, they're gonna like continue to try to make that a story. Like there's legalizer for coming out. What did you come out? It's always gonna be like something like dude clickbait. I do want a definitive ending, but I don't want him to die. God damn it. Maybe he got like a losing leg or something. I don't know. <laughs> Take him out the game or something. Make him disabled for the rest of his life. That's his piece? That's his happy ending? I don't know. That sounds horrible. What old guy at that age you know don't want to just keep working? I don't know. No old guy that want to keep working. Any old guy that I know that's working is miserable. From that generation, there's a lot of old guys that age that I tell you that they want to work from the day they die. Because whatever they're they, 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 they seem like they'd be mad at work and they'd be like, they hate their wife at home. Like, I don't know. I don't know. Being old and working in this economy? It's, I don't know. They'd be seeming upset. Like, this is different. I, just, I don't know the fucking superheroes like Rob McCall and shit like that, but I'm just saying, like, the fucking the average old guy that I know that, that works, he is like depressed as shit. Like he comes in every day, like you know how you is how you know like they're depressed. Like you ask them like how they doing, how you do, like you like how you doing, and they don't even answer your question. Like they say some shit like you like how you doing, and they be like another day. You're like that's not even it's not even an answer to what I just asked you. You know what I'm saying? Like oh, they be like here again. <laughs> like what? <laughs> 
like, that's the shit I say, like, sometimes when I'm like, I don't want to be here, but I'm like, I want to get the fuck out of here. I'm young. I want this other shit I got to do. But I can only imagine being this bitch at 75. Like, somebody, some fucking, this young dude fucking asking me, like, how am I doing? I said, what do you think I'm doing? My fucking knees hurt. My back is going out. My wife don't love me. Nah, they're plenty, they're plenty <laughs> old, especially old men that will tell you that they'd rather be out here in the field doing some shit than being at home and doing absolutely nothing. Plenty. I, okay, I. I guess it depends on what the job is, right? Yeah. I guess it depends on what the yeah, job I mean, is. Because I see what you're saying, because sometimes, you know, it's kind of like you don't use it, you lose the type of deal. That sort of thing that you kind of get in there. Like, they, they would rather be doing something, being active, yeah. than just, like, sitting around, just kind of, like, you know, nobody come check on them and shit like that. Like, I, I get that. But for the character like this, like, yeah, what can be a good ending from this? Like, I feel like now that none of we keep talking about this, I'm feeling like they're going to kill me. I hope not. I hope, like I tell you, like, it's just, it's, his peace is saving me, unfortunately. You know what I mean? They worry, like, his next adventure is just another adventure. Another adventure. So you're going to keep going on. Yeah, and you can kind of come to your own conclusion. Yeah. Okay. I can be done with that. And then you connected to Mod versus Mod. <laughs> and <laughs> Okay. Mod. And Mod versus McCall. Keep the whole MM thing going. Mod versus look no, Mod, Mod and because obviously Mod be Mod's gonna end with them teaming up and taking out Charlie's Theron. So, <laughs> so after they after they beat Charlie, I know nothing about this movie or the plot. I'm just making this. I'm just making sure. It's Charlie, but you see again, like Charlie's Theron. After they defeat Charlie's Theron, right? Who is, and this is also connected to Fast and Furious because she's playing Cypher again, right? She's also, sometimes she fights the Fast and Furious crew, sometimes she fights Mod versus Mod. This is all leading to a big mega crossover. So once they defeat her, then they do a thing where they take on McCall because McCall thinks that like Mod and Mod killed one of his friends or something like that. And it's like a three way war until they find out Charlie Theron is behind them. Setting up Mod and Mod and McCall. But what happens, what happens when Cypher joins uh, Vin Diesel and friends? Now mm-hmm. Vin Diesel got to come and avenge. Then it's a then it's a like it's a civil war, right? It's a civil war between so it's Mod Mod McCall versus Dom. No, no, no. Let's see, versus family. <laughs> Mod 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 and McCall v Furious. Okay. This is the fifth movie of this well, Who was in the fifth one? McCall or um, Dominic Toretto? Dominic Toretto was a bitch <laughs> compared, to, <laughs> compared to Denzel. But you see, in every movie, he gains just a little bit I don't more give a like, fuck. supernatural. I don't give a fuck strength. how strong he gets. Nah. He can't fuck with Denzel. You saw, he, pulled, he pulled fucking chains off the wall. These thick-ass chains are probably the size of like your last Denzel, Denzel, shoot that bitch. You <laughs> <laughs> should have brought a fist to a gunfight, bitch. Right? And then Ben Diesel punches him out of existence when he least expects it, and he goes, "You didn't say grace." And in the previous thing went. <laughs> or what happens when Ben Diesel realizes he can't? Sorry, I keep saying Ben Diesel. Dom realizes he can't take him on in the fight, fist to fist. So he gets in his car. What happens? Huh? Mm. Yeah. You know what actually means better. Advantage. Right. Then they find out that Charlize Theron was manipulating all the strings. Is really another bad guy. Robert McCall's friend is actually still alive, right? He's actually still alive. And the next crossover is 
That's when you bring Dwayne The Rock Johnson back into the series. And, and he doesn't see McCall the whole movie, and then at the very end, or the very, like, the, the conclusion of it, right when they're all fighting each other and stuff, he realized, holy shit, McCall's my old, like, my old, like, martial arts teacher or something. Oh, shit. Director McCall? Yeah. I haven't seen him. General um, McCall? Yeah. Yeah, he's like, huh? <laughs> <laughs> and then, like, fucking whatever... Whatever subpar human shit The Rock's doing then and there. <laughs> uh, Denzel Washington just casually takes it out of his hand. It's like an entire like fucking helicopter in his hand or something. Dude. And he's proven that McCall is the strongest in the entire And because of, because of all the testosterone in this movie, the mod <laughs> the mod characters have been reduced to just background female characters now. <laughs> so. <laughs> all the testosterone, like, there's no more dialogue. It's just grunts and shit. <laughs> and then in... The final movie, which, you know, to wrap it all together, all right, this one, if you bring in, then you got to bring in, um, that point you got to, like, do, like, a retcon, right? You know, you know how they do, like, the Han thing, Furious 7? They got to do, like, a retcon to where, like, the whole time, like, <laughs> McCall has actually been watching Hobbs. And he's been like, you know, watching his career and everything. He's actually been training Hobbs this whole time to be the new equalizer. <laughs> and now, and now in the final film, which would be Mod, Mod, <laughs> McCall, Furious and Hobbs, <laughs> be the world. It's kind of like be the world. It's just like them versus like they get framed for some international incident. Charlie Theron is also behind this, but this time she teamed up Jason Moore's character, and this time at the end of the movie, Robert McCall reveals this whole time he's been training Hobbs to be the equalizer, because in reality. Hobbs is not Simone. And he is Robert McCall's son. Plot twist. <laughs> Why can't he be Simone? <laughs> like, how he is in real life. No, because I was going to do this thing. The Rock is actually black and Simone. No, we're like, no, no. Robert McCall's partner was Simone. Right? And he, right? And. I mean, how, how the days was, uh, should say. <laughs> His partner was Samoa, right? All right. And they went to Samoa on a case. No. Wait. Well, a Creed Rock, a legitimate child. Mm. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. His partner stayed there. His partner was Hobbs Sr., Right, he stayed there. They were in love with the same woman. He married her, but really she was already pregnant by McCall. Bam, there you go right there. Mm-hmm. Set it up for Equalizer 4. And that's how we get Equalizer 4. 
You just have to do three or four mod movies. Four more fast movies. Yeah, four more fast movies, and you're, you're good to go. You're good to go. So offer just one more equalizer. <laughs> offer one more equalizer to make it make sense. And that's when that's you can kill off Denzel. <laughs> Uh, oh yeah, but even if you kill Denzel, because now it's in the Fast and Furious universe, you can always come back. It always come back. Yeah, you know I mean, it'll be part of some bigger play, right? Mm-hmm. Whole time, it's probably just fighting the shadow organization. Yes, sir. Matter of fact, they've been behind all the crimes in <laughs> <laughs> <And> Equalizer. <laughs> <laughs> this is the funniest running <laughs> fucking joke we've ever done. This is funny. I'm done. I'm done. I got over. I got over. Holy oh, shit, that was funny. Uh, oh my god! Sherlock Holmes three. Yeah. So. Okay. Susan Downey, who is Robert Downey Jr.'s wife, um, and his producing partner, she has come out and said that Sherlock Holmes three is a priority for Robert Downey Jr. And could fool me, but because <laughs> it's been so long since we heard anything about that, I don't think and we've had other iterations. But I think Sherlock Holmes, if I'm not mistaken, is one of those characters that's in the public domain, so anybody can you can you can have. That's why you have so many multiple versions of the character. Once you got my favorite. By far is I like the I like I like Robert Downey Jr.'s version, you know, the Kung Fu and all this stuff. That was cool, but Sherlock with Benedict Cumberbatch is to me the superior version. Is that a show? Or is that a it's a it's a show, but it's a British television show. So right. it's it's more like specials, like like for instance, they'll put out a season, but like the seasons like are literally only two episodes or three episodes. And each one is like a movie now. It's like an hour or forty five minutes. Oh okay. So it's like they call like television specials, and it has like it has like. Uh, Five or it's like yeah, four or five um, seasons. Well, Robert Downey Jr. Like he's essentially the same fucking character in that movie that he is in Iron Man, just with like an accent. With an accent, yeah, yeah. Like have you ever seen him? No, you seen him, right? Yeah, yeah. He's Robert Downey. He's essentially the exact same guy. He was making those movies like back and forth, like yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's probably some bleeding over. No, it's, there's not probably. It's like <laughs> no, no, no. He's the exact same fucking guy, just like with an accent. Yeah, I mean, I don't see it. Though. Which yeah, yeah, I'm not. No, that's not. It's not bad. I don't want to sound like it's bad, but it's just like it's the same guy. Yeah. yeah, and how the last one you know ended up that cliffhanger. Well, not cliffhanger. We knew he survived. Like, yeah, yeah. Right, he the threw, he threw himself with yeah, Moriarty yeah. off. Uh, which uh, that's a cool version of Moriarty. Moriarty's like you know, the original background. Yeah, but even in like in those type of stories, like you know, that, you know, he's like mastermind, right? Yeah, mastermind type character. Yeah. And I like how they did it with the Sherlock show too, because that was really different. Like usually he's presented as like this older. Pressure type guy, and like he's you know, really, really similar to the show. I mean, he's older or maybe more astute and stuff like that. But like in the in Sherlock, they did it like they took it a totally different like direction. He's like this stronger, like younger looking dude. Like it could, he looked like he could be around like Sherlock's age, but like Sherlock didn't come back with that one that the original first season. Then they introduced more guys too, but like it's different. Like he does control like. Kind of like he like funds like crime, like he funds like people's like criminal. Like he is like the guy who's like masterminding things or like putting things into play. Like he'll fund like criminal espionage. Hmm. He doesn't have like, he has a monitor on the to show lives and shit. Oh, yeah, yeah, I wouldn't mind seeing part three. Part three. I yeah, I definitely wouldn't mind seeing yeah. part three. Do you see that? Um. <laughs> that shit with um Henry Cavillish, Sherlock Holmes, but it's by his sister. Oh, uh, Enola Holmes. Enola Holmes, yeah, with, with uh, Stranger Things, yeah, yeah, Bobby, 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 Bobby uh, Brown, yeah, okay. Millie Bobby Brown, Millie Bobby Brown, 
Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Mike Brown, the legend, the real Mike Brown. But uh, no, I haven't seen it, but I, I know of it. I know what you're talking about. I start a couple minutes of level that was watching it. That should just seem like my type of movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah it seems like something. The kids are old folks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which I, you know, I mean, I'm not against shit like that. It's just, it's just not for me, you know? Yeah. So, you know. Well, yeah, I'm looking for. Well, speaking of what uh, you talk about, uh, you know, the Holmes on Netflix, another coming to Netflix is some Stranger Things created. They got a new show. Yeah, I know. And it's it's set in the Stranger Things world and everything, right? Like, is it? Just, or is it in that same. Oh, let, 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 let's 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 double check. Let's just double check. Oh, I, I could have sworn that's how they. I thought that's how they announced it. Well, it was another show in the same world. Let's see. I could be wrong. Okay, is this one? Yeah. Netflix orders the boroughs from Stranger Things producers. The Duffer Brothers are adding a new sci-fi project to their upside-down production slate. Deadline brings word that Netflix is giving a straight-to-series order to the boroughs, which hails from creators Jeffrey Addis and Will Matthews. The duo will split showrunning duties and serve as executive producers alongside the Duffer Brothers. It's described as an eight-episode drama. The series takes place at a seemingly picturesque retirement community in the New Mexico desert, where a group of unlikely heroes must band together to stop an otherworldly threat from stealing the one thing they don't have. Time. Hmm. Yeah, it didn't say it's in the same universe. Well, I could have swore it was in the same universe, but okay. I mean, maybe they're creating their own little monster verse thing. Yeah. Well, let's, let's see. It says, it says, we've been fans, this is the devil that was talking, it says, uh, we've been fans of Jeff and Will's writing for a long time, so the devil is in a new statement, and when they pitched us their idea for the Burrow, we immediately knew they had something very special on their hands. While the heroes in the Burroughs have a few more years on them than the kids from Stranger Things, they are a similarly lovable bunch of misfits, and we can't wait for you to join them on an adventure that is at, uh, at times scary, funny, and deeply touching. We're thrilled to be back at Netflix, um, added Matthews and Addis, working alongside the Duffer Brothers, um, and their team is going to then come true. They bring the perfect balance of heart and horror to our story. We can't wait for audiences around the world to unlock the dark mystery buried beneath the sunny facade of the Burroughs. So, no confirmation if it's, if it's in the same universe as of yet, but it could very well be. Yeah. But uh, here's the thing, though. This, this it seems interesting. I'm definitely going to check it out because the concept seems like it's 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 like let's flip the concept of a Stranger Things. Like Stranger Things is about a group of young kids coming together to stop a supernatural threat. Let's let's now take a group of older people and have them t- stop stop a sci-fi threat, but kind of keep that same energy. Mm. That's interesting. That's interesting. I would. I want to see who the older actors are they cast. Now, do they find some new older actors, like older actors we haven't necessarily seen, or do they, you know, get more popular actors that are just older? Maybe actors that were popular in the past, we haven't seen them in a while. Um, Maybe they're part of recycle. If it's a show, they're part of recycle. Like on Netflix show actors and stuff. Maybe, but I'm just saying because it got to be. I mean, how many old guys do they have? Though? Uh, what's the age here? Uh, it's guys. a retirement community. It doesn't say the age, but it's a retirement community, so we can assume from 55 and up. I don't know who I would like, because I'm just, you know. I don't know. It sounds like the same, the right kind of weird of Michael Keaton's uh, alley. Man, Michael Keaton yeah. would be bomb for some shit like that. I don't know if he's now doing the TV, but that'd be dope. Yeah. 
Yeah, I, I don't know nobody that's like, you know. There's four. For a TV, bro. Look, there's a four just a TV show not too long ago. Yellow, was he in Yellowstone? Never seen that show. What was that? Um, God damn, that was Kevin Costner. No. Yeah, that was Kevin Costner, but wasn't there's a four in that too? Like as a regular or a special guest? I'm not sure. Oh, shit. What's that? Cast. Let's see what's up. Kevin Costner is the name of the wall. He was. Yeah. Uh, There's four in there? Yeah, I did. Okay. So what happened to Kevin Costner? Was he the main character? He was in there, but they said something happened, this dream or something like that, he ended up leaving yeah, and then they say somebody else is coming and take it over. Matthew McConaughey. That's the same character? I don't right? think it's the same character. It just yeah, he has like a son or something. Uh, I said son, but aren't they like close to like you know, same age? Who? Matthew McConaughey and Kevin Gosling? Nah, Kevin Gosling like he's 60. And Matthew like 40 something? You bullshit. He's not no 40 something. 53. Okay, 53. How old is Kevin Gosling? Like 70? Nah. How old is he? 60, 68. Okay. 68? Yeah. Mm-hmm. He still got some. He got 15 years on um, on McConaughey. Yeah. Could still be the son. That's yeah. what I'm saying. And in TV. What I say? I say he could be the son. Right. In TV, yeah. Not real life, yeah. Yeah, but in TV, yeah. Because fucking, fucking, um, Jeffrey D. Morgan is like, I think, from like 10 to 12 years older, 10 to 12 years older than Jensen Apples. Only. He played Sam and Dean's father. <laughs> like, like he was like thirty five in that like in the first season. He's well, he's supposed to be like fifty. Yeah, so you see like how he looks in the like when they do the flashback in the first episode of Supernatural. He's like saving him. That's how he really looked at the time. And then like they make him look like Bruce Wayne's hair. They look older and pregnant. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's why I always felt like he was older than he actually was. Yeah, he's actually yeah. yeah, yeah. Like, series playing these two grown ass men's dad. Like, you're like, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, speak. Okay, there we go. Kevin Costner could probably play in his Netflix series off a joke. Okay, yeah. yeah. I like that man, Kevin Costner. He could play a like comedic role too. He could do like, you know, he, he can get into like the comedy side and kind of mix the drama with the comedy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I see that. Okay. I'm definitely going to check it out though. I, I kind of I feel like uh, Stranger Things kind of lost me along the way. Is it? I yeah. Think, I, think, uh, I think how many longer they take. Years, yeah, and then by the time right. it came back around, I was like, it's really funny. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like they, they w- not that they waited too long. Obviously, it takes time to do these kind of things, but like I just feel like the time when they drop seasons is so the excitement had died down. Yeah, yeah, too many gaps in between, you know what I mean? Like, too many and they still got one final season to go? One final season. Yeah, so. See, I forgot. I thought it was over. No. So they ended the last season on the sort of a, not a sort of a cliffhanger to be, huh? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Let's see. Let's get into Boruto, man. Let's get into Boruto. Obviously, we've been talking about Boruto for the past few weeks. We talked about the, the huge changes with Boruto and Kawaki, and we've seen the spoilers, and Kawaki stole Boruto's life. We know all that. We know all that. But trifling the, ass. Trifling ass. But we see, but you see the new chapter, 81. Yeah. New chapter was fucking bad. You see my, you see my Facebook stats. I told you. I told you. That boy's the GOAT. Sasuke, he's the GOAT, man. He's the GOAT. He's the GOAT, man. I'm no, just saying. He, no, no, you know what? I'll give him his props for, for believing in his daughter, but he didn't do this shit because he felt like doing this shit. He did this shit because his daughter begged him to do it, and he, he saw the genuineness in, in the activation of her man. But still. Yeah, yeah. No, but he didn't come with this. Okay, but he, Okay, 
Like I said, I've been the problem for his daughter's instinct. He is he the goat. Like, this man is the goat for being able to do this, for, 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 for doing this shit in the first place. He was two seconds away from hitting the bar for the kill. I and mean, his daughter stopped. I understand it. Yeah, but he's been terrible. And not just that, he also started showing in the chapter. He also started. One of the other things that proved to him, or at least pushed him to like make the decision, was like he when he tried to like question his own memories. He said he felt something like pushing him not to do it. Like he felt like an omnipotence or something like pushing him like over his body. I mean, that was an interesting thing. It was like he, that alone. He was like something's not right. Like, he could feel himself like being like manipulated. So I thought that was cool. But I just think if he's the goat man because. Who else you know? What other rival character you know? This man has officially thrown away a once-in-a-lifetime world pardon. This man ain't never getting one of them pardons again. He just became a rogue ninja all over again for Borto's ass. This man threw away a world pardon from Naruto. You know he ain't getting one of those again. He's back outside, back a rogue ninja again. But this is so interesting because, like, the idea of, like, the rogue ninja being, like, the hero in this one, like, I think that's really fucking dope. And to see, like, first of all, I think um, in the manga next, because they're taking a break, not coming back to August. Right. I have a real, I have a theory that, like, Orochimaru is going to come into play. People, those people that work on the outsides of, like, the law and outside of society and stuff like that, Orochimaru, Gashikojin, like, these people are going to, are going to come into, into play. But I really think, because I, 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 I realized something as I was reading it. We don't actually see Orochimaru in the manga. We don't see Kakashi either. That's something I never realized until I was like deep into it. I was like, wait a minute. Kakashi actually doesn't show up in the manga. He's in the anime. He's not in the manga. Not yet. People are saying they think he's going to, like how they did the third and the fourth died. They think Naruto's dead. They think now is the time for him to bring Kakashi to the manga. Probably. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. I mean, he, he was... He's in he's in this universe. He's just not in this title of manga. Like they got a right, right. They right. got side story mangas that are canon and everything about uh, Asuma's daughter. Remember how like he got her and had pregnant right before he died? Yeah, she's older than this generation, right? So she's yeah, like, seventeen. So like, she's a true. Yeah, yeah. So she's she's not. But she they got this own story then where she's like a bodyguard for Takashi. Guy. They don't need bodyguard. She thinks they do because she's younger. She don't know that they're badass fighters, right? So. They're, they literally chose to bring her so she can like learn to know up because she's so uptight about trying to live on her dad's legacy and, and always about duty and she she she's her own enemy because she like overthinks things so much she fucks things up. Oh, okay. so they're going on like a like a tour of like read that. A different vacation sites and shit, and they're trying to like get her to learn to know up. Oh, and that explains why he's not in the main. I, I don't know. I don't know if this is if that takes place at, at the same, same time. time. Yeah, okay. I, think, I think it might. Because that'd be cool, and then they can have something where he realizes something's happened to Naruto, and then he comes back. I think it might. I don't know, but I know they, that's got its own like thing going on now. Sure, so, so, it's so. It's, well, it's, he's alive for sure. There's no dispute. Right, right, he's right. alive. You know? So no, I knew that. I knew yeah. that. It's so crazy that we could, we, could, we could potentially get you know Sasuke versus the Kages again. We could get Sasuke versus Kakashi. You know, it's so many things. There's so many things now. I feel like. I really want to see, like, I don't want them to do, like, jump into the time skip right away. I want them, I want to see, I've heard rumors, apparently, about the anime. They're going to do, like, an anime only arc, apparently. There's a rumor. They've, they've done, like, a bunch of anime only arc. Right, but it's apparently like, about, like, Boruto and Sasuke, like, training. Like, their adventure? Ah, yeah. I, I don't want that. I want to see him doing, well, 
I want to see him go on adventures before he comes back to the main story. Like I was talking about before, it'd be mm-hmm. cool if they came across Jiraiya's home. You know yeah, what I mean? and they see like, Yeah, yeah, and then like you know, I mean, they go on adventures either that get maybe against them or with them or whatever. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know what I mean? Because I mean, and I feel like they got to link with Roger Because even if like I feel like if Roger Mar, because obviously Roger unless because also I'm they, okay with keeping Roger Mar. No, no, no. I, I've been they tired of them trying to make him like a not a good guy. Not a, like, I think that's only the, that's only the anime. They haven't really shown other than other than the the flashback showing him training uh, uh, Mitsuki for for you know with they with his clone and stuff like that. They haven't shown him in the main, but they did hint. They hinted at him a few chapters back when they were when they were uh, Amado was explaining the uh, the karma, and Sasuke made a reference to Orochimaru saying that the karma is, is, is similar to the curse mark, and Amado was saying like the curse mark shares some properties. With, it's like a similar, like almost like you know how like I said they're saying like everything kind of comes from the old Suzuki and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Kind of like, you know, through Arithmetic research and stuff, he was able to create something similar to Karma, but it wasn't as advanced because, like, obviously he didn't have the Osusugi technology or whatever, or the know-how that they yeah, had. Yeah, they, they even linked the same, the same Karma shit to that fucking dot that's in Nadia and Sakura. Like, it's they talked about that, too. Yeah, they like talked about that, too. that she learned from, like, the ancient texts of, like, fucking because it, because, the line. Right, and it could all, all die down from Osusugi. Like, these are all, like, attempts at Karma, essentially. It could be something like that. But I think that's how Rochamaro comes back into play. No, I'm, I'm okay keeping him on that. I'm tired of seeing. And he, he was he's not in this manga. He was in the manga short that they did with uh, when Bar when Naruto himself had to go meet up with Sasuke to help him stop uh, that one fucker that that donzled himself. He had like striding on eyes everywhere and shit. You're yeah. talking about you're talking about that was in the manga. There's a manga for that. that. The manga was first. They did that in the anime after the fact. So that so wait 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 wait. wait. So them, so Sasuke and Naruto as adults are going to go meet Orochimaru and then Sarada not being sure if Sasuke knew her dad or whatever. That was a manga thing before it was. Uh, oh, okay. So that is manga king. Yeah, it, it's just not in the Baruto story. It's still like got it's you. got a different got title, you, but you, it's still canon. So, so going on. um, what are the names? Fuck, you know who I'm talking about. Um, the little guys. What's their names? Little guys. The little small guys, little white skin oh, guys. Little shins? Shins. shins. Okay, the shins. Go, yeah, shin. The shins. Are they, I mean, there's a sheen, actually, but it's spelled shit. Like, whatever. Like, yeah, yeah, sheen. Yeah, sheen or whatever. The, sheen, the sheens, they're like, they're canon. They're canon, absolutely. Oh, hell yes. Yeah, hell yes. Yes. Yeah. They're and they're under, I think they were, being, they were being set to Kabuto and his brother. Or his, you know, upward and the foster brother. Gotcha. Yeah. To like raise or whatever. Like, so, but that's what I'm saying. Like, if... The reason I think I'm tired, I feel like Orochimaru has to come back into this because, like, I feel like you can tap more into that, like, that he, like, his methods are villainous. Like, they don't have to, like, try to make him a good guy because now you need the methods of the bad guys to win. Like, y'all on the outside of this shit now. Y'all ain't got the resources of the Kage's. Y'all ain't got the, like, it's you versus the, the free world, essentially. And now you got to be the bad guy on the outskirts. Like, Orochimaru knows how to do that. Sasuke knows how to do that. And I, feel I, like, I feel like he did that already in Naruto Shippuden with Sasuke. When he but it was for, it was for, okay, yeah, I mean, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like he, he, he ultimately let Sasuke choose what he was going to do with them. You know what right, I mean? right, right, right. Like, except for the first Okage he managed to break out of control. I don't, I don't want to have a big role like that, but just, like, I'm saying that's how you bring it in. And I feel like he would be the one to help them. I don't, I don't think he needs to be playing any kind of big physical part. Like, I, I'm tired of them trying to make him like this is like anti-hero that kind of does bad stuff. Like, no, he does really atrocious things. He experiments on children. Every time he looks younger, which they did in the in that manga I was just telling you about, mm-hmm. he 
he Naruto even said he's like I can't help but notice you look younger than the last time I saw you. And Uruchimaru was I just like, don't have to tell basically. And then they left it at that. Like you know, this motherfucker is devouring people and I think, stealing their bodies. I like, think it's you, like I think it's like this is like one of those things where it's like when Naruto is like trying to play into like a real world aspect thing. It's like how we do like as when I say we, I mean like United States. Like we do deals with countries that like do things that we don't morally agree with in this country, but like the the Leaf Village. Their agreement on letting Orochimaru remain like in his hideout is under the guise that one, he never does anything that he did anything done before again. Two, he's under twenty four hour surveillance by the by the Leaf Village. So like the fact that he's still doing bad shit, he's obviously violating these fucking like his probation. Basically. Oh, I don't know that. No, no, that was all in the manga. I'm no, I'm just you, saying you know, I don't know why. They no, would. like there's no there's no reason why he should still be walking around. Like he made a clone of himself and then sent him to Naruto. Like, Mitsuki's essentially a clone of Uruchimaru, just perfected. Perfected. Right, right, right. A you child. Know? Well, he a wants child. to make himself a child. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Uh, he, he's a sick dude, but he's an interesting character. He's a sick piece of shit. Like, he... he uh, they keep trying... Like I said, they, they've, like, deviated a lot from, like, how he was in the original Naruto series, where he was, like, basically, like, the devil reincarnated type shit. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They keep trying to play on his old anti-hero thing, Oh, yeah, you can Naruto, like, but you know they said the devil you need sometimes. It's, 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 he can be the devil that they need. It'd be interesting, just from a from a scientific standpoint. He's like trying to help them figure out the karma and shit like that. And I feel like he is the only one in the world with their with their memories changed because everybody's memories changed. I think he's the only one in the world who will believe Sasuke or not even care. No, no, yeah, he, he wouldn't care. He wouldn't care. When in that same manga I was telling you about Naruto and Sasuke went up to him and like he instantly was just like, Okay, I'll and he was like, Yeah, anything for my my old student and he was talking about Sasuke, which gave off kind of like a creepy vibe. But like, yeah, Sasuke asked for help and he immediately gave it to him just like that. So yeah, you're right. If they go to Ruchimaru, it won't even matter what the fuck they say to him, he'll just do it. You're right. Yeah. And this dude ain't got no problem taking on the leaf. No. None at all, especially if he can get out of their surveillance, which he's already fucking ass, obviously. And if this time, this time, him being bad saved the world, I think that, that's funny. That's boring. That's, uh, you know, that's, uh, yeah, that's, see, that's what everyone wants. He'll that, find that. that. childish. Like, he'll, you know no, no, no. I, but he can still be a villain. But I'm saying, like, it, it'll, because I feel like a lot of shit's going to happen to this. Like, I think people are going to get killed that, you know, shoot, that only got killed because their memories were changed and shit like that. I think there's going to be some consequences and stuff like that. But I just mean, like, it'll, I don't mean, like, or tomorrow, literally, like he gives him the key to say, well, I don't mean like that. Just like him, him being a villain, him being the way that he is, is just something that helps them along their journey. I think that'd be cool. That's the be dope. Uh, what I really like thought was was kind of dope and like kind of kind of full circle broke broke. I guess we, we would call today generational curse was that Serata unlocked the Miguel Shining. Just at the thought of Baruto being hunted down alone and had her unlocked. Right. That was rough. And then it was like the sun symbol. You see, seen it? Like, mm-hmm. it almost looked like a fucking sun, which I thought was cool too, because, like, her dad had the symbol of the moon. Right. You know what I mean? But she wants to be like Naruto, who had the symbol of, like, the sun. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. So I, I think that was kind of like. She's like Naruto. She's more like him, and then Baruto's more like Sasuke. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, th- I thought that was pretty cool. I was like, okay. Okay. And I'm glad her main character shining gun doesn't look like, like Sasuke. Yeah, I was kind of thinking it was just gonna look like his. Just maybe I'm just glad different. nobody had to die. 
to try to get that's it. that's another thing. That's what I'm saying. I'm glad she she broke the generational curses of the Uchi. You know, right? Like it wasn't. She felt like she could lose Baruto, but she didn't actually experience loss. And so her love for this one of the was so great that it actually like it activated. You know what I mean? I, I thought that was pretty cool. I can't really see what the fuck like comes with that, right? Because if they do a time skip, if they do, right? Because there's a good chance they might do a time skip, right? Mm-hmm. And we do see everybody a little older. I feel like when we see her, she might be already like in the process of like. Mastering yeah, her training, training to try to take down Kawaki. She, her and Flash Press, it's going to be interesting to see her and Flash Press as these like inside double agents because they're the only ones who know. And they got to pretend like everything is cool. They got to pretend like Kawaki's always been, you know, Kawaki Uzumaki. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think Kawaki would be like skeptical of Serato because she's always, she's always looked at him sideways. Mm-hmm. From the beginning, she was skeptical about him. So, like, he's think, gonna, he's gonna know. I he's gonna, he's gonna know. He's, like, you know how he's gonna know? Because he knows. That Sarda is in love with Boruto, and if he is now Boruto in this new realm, she should be in love with him. And when he sees that she's not, he's he'll know. know. Yeah, he'll know. But I don't know. I don't know if he'll act upon it in, like anytime soon. To, no, because it would throw off. It would. It would completely like. like I think you're right. It, everybody would know he's with that. Like guy. that he's something going on. Yeah, like, yeah. Oh, right. It's the fuck boy. Right. Yeah, you're right. And Kawaki's also not like trying to kill everybody. He just wants to kill Boruto. No, but he and was, no, no, But he was down to kill. Anybody he's absolutely down to kill anybody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, he, that, that's why Boruto lost his eye. He right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I mean, he's, he's down to do bad shit, like for sure. You know what I mean? If he could just kill Boruto, he would. You know what I mean? But he's gonna I do everything. I love how he's still clutching his brother. Yeah. I you know what I thought was cool though, and it 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 if it, it further it further dug into the mystery aspect of her. Ida. 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 Yeah. Ida? She apologized for all of it. Yeah, because she, she, like, she, didn't, she didn't do it. Did. It was an accident. It was an accident. You know, she was like, I didn't even do that, man. She was like, I just wanted what Kawaki wanted, and then, like, boom, instantly, exactly what he wanted happened. You know what I mean? Like, he yeah. had a life bar. I like, I like these new villains, bro, like Amado, Ada, Damon, because you don't necessarily, they're not like these mustache swirling villains where it's like a like master plan. Master you know plan. I mean? You yeah. don't know where these little villains are. No, Amado's definitely well, a mustache yes. swirling fucker. But, but like, even then, it's so much mystery. You don't know where, but you don't know yeah. where it's going on. Though. And Damon isn't either. Damon's more like just a battle hungry psychopath. Right. We don't know where they can end up landing. Yeah. It seems like also you got this almost like at the end of chapter eighty one, it's like a development of a fun rivalry between him and Porto rather than a deadly one. Where he's like, you know, you just get stronger so we can you guys give me a good fight. And then Boruto says, so like, hey, I think I can train for thousand years. I don't think I'd ever be able to get you a good fight, Damon. Yeah. You, you know what? Like I'm seeing like. He, not seen, but I think this is this is pretty cool. Uh, like Damon, Damon reminds me of when you remember when Madara first came through, and he was like, "I got a bunch of new cool abilities or whatever." Let me test them out, and he was just like whooping everybody's ass. Yeah, that's what Damon gives me. Madara battle, battle hungry Madara vibes. Yeah, yeah. You know I mean? Which he's older. Yeah, yeah. It's gonna Which be wild. older. Yeah, it's gonna be wild. Yeah, I thought it was cool. Ada, Ada thought that. And as she said that no matter who asked, no matter how much they ask, I won't look through As long as you're not, you don't come to the lead through it, they won't ask. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know, pretty raw too. Because it's like, okay, cool. Then I mean, she genuinely didn't mean to do it then. You know? Right. And you know, okay, obviously this is Naruto's son, right? But like, it's not Naruto. Right. I fuck with Heavy, how his motherfucker was just like, just another Tuesday. Let's get with it. You know? Yeah, I mean, he, was he didn't like, despair. He was like, everything's like, by the time this shit over, all you shit here is going to know my name. Yeah, bro. you will know I'm yes, bored. Yes, sir. Bar- and he told Sasuke, he was like, what did my dad do? Which, yeah. which, which, I also loved how, and I think this was for all the Boruto, like, haters, because when he says, like, I finally understand my dad, and why he would be annoyed when I said we were, that I was like him, 
He was like, I've been nothing like in this whole time. Like, he really had this, like, realization moment. And now he's like, but now I am. He's like, Dad had nothing the whole time. And he's like, and now, now I truly have nothing. Right. And then uh, uh, Mo, uh, Momoshiki was in his lunch. Like, yeah. Fucking angry. Get depressed. Dude. Yeah. Wanna die. Then, and then when he saw everybody, like, like comfort him, like, and he's, like, he's like, this is not good. It's like, I love Momoshiki. He's trying to draw me. Momoshiki's like the fucking like like you know super supernatural they had Crowley like he's like the Crowley he's, he's like, like so, we'll he's go like, away he's like everybody's intrusive thoughts in real yes. life dog. like usually the, the, like your biggest hater is usually yourself you know what I mean? yes and this motherfucker that is he is that embodied dog yes he's a huge guy he's like he's like mm, slugs on the bar but it makes you want to like die right <laughs> makes you not want to live right, right? makes you want to hand over control to me doesn't it right? makes you want to like you know pull over and leave me drive yeah 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 entire energy you right right. I love that he's also like this, like, there's a cool, you know, parallel with that, uh, you know, Boruto Momoshiki, Naruto Kurama, he's like, he's like Boruto's Kurama, but like, it's different, because like, Momoshiki is like a literal person, like, he's an actual being, like, I mean, of course, uh, Kurama is a being too, but you know what I mean, like, Momoshiki is a humanoid being. Kurama was sealed, so to some extent, Naruto could always come back from his rages, whereas Boruto and Momoshiki, it's, it's almost like, we don't know when he might, you know what I mean? It was almost yeah. like a werewolf kind of well, thing. Well, like, yeah, right now he can't, though. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah, now because of it, he, most of his power went into repairing Barato's body, yeah. whatever the fuck. But yeah. like before that, it was kind of just like it was on and off. He wasn't taking these, these suspicious fucking pills that a model made or whatever the fuck. Yeah. You know what I mean? Barato, who knows how often Barato would get, like, possessed. Right. Yeah. And at what moment? You know? Right. But, yeah, man. Yeah. I can't, I can't wait to see more of it. I can't wait to come back. And then you see Code. Code's after them. Yeah. And now Code has I'm hate. Hoping, I'm hoping he has a better design. I don't like Code's design. He you don't get design? No, it looks fucking It's stupid. a little too busy. It's too much. It's too much. It's way too fucking much. It's like fucking weird. There's little rocker kid spike fucking belt thing and then his claws and then they're all over his face. It's too fucking much. I though. do I, I do like that the claws like create the, the, the little ripples and dimensions. Yeah, though. but I don't like that it's like the belt straps that he fucking comes. I think that's fucking stupid. You like it? Nah, I think it's unique. No, I think it's unique. I don't think it gets a whole costume change. Yeah, I mean, make, enough for us to still recognize but then it'd be like, okay, that makes sense. Yeah. Okay. Like, even like if it. you keep some of the aesthetic, fine, just change them up a little bit more. You know what I mean? Like, come on, man. Yeah. I, I guess I hope they don't go too too deep with the, the time skip right away. Yeah. But if they do, it's okay. alright. Yeah. So far, they, I mean, they haven't been missing. No, they haven't been missing. 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 I got my complaints, but they, I'm still here. Yeah, yeah. They haven't been missing. But yeah. But speaking of something else that hadn't missed, didn't miss the whole time it was on, hit every goddamn season, finally came to an end. Had us all in tears. Had the internet ablaze. Goddamn snowfall has come to an end. I'm trying to tell you, I gotta get you to watch it. You gotta see it, man. Like it's the story of, you know, the story of crack cocaine itself. I know that you laugh every time I say that, but that's so serious. It's so funny. I know there's somebody who's like the way you fucking say the story. It sounds like you're gonna tell me the story of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. That's like how people usually start that conversation. You say the story of, and then you let it hang for a couple seconds. Crack cocaine in the 80s. Like, yo, know, it's just such a, it's, it's such a curveball. Like, destru- I, I guess yeah. it's just show, like, because of, like, the devastation and everything that's wrought after that, I, I gotta, you know, say it with those kind of... <laughs> with the dramatic you know, effect. Yeah, with the dramatic oh, okay. effect, you know what I'm saying? But, the same fashion that Joel witnesses be asking when they're not going to go, huh? We gotta stop messing with Joel witnesses, too. Just because, right. just, just, it's dumb to sign time. We gotta stop fucking with people with this. I respect Joel witnesses because of their commitment. 
Absolutely. They do not stop. They do not miss. And they do not take no for an answer unless you close the door. I don't respect that shit, but, uh, <laughs> but uh, leave me alone. It's, a, it's annoying, but at the same, I mean, it's annoying to us, but at the same time, they are following their faith. You know I mean, that's what their faith entails. I mean, so to them, that's like the ultimate, like. I know everything about Joe, but it's, it's, trust me. My fan, <laughs> yeah, I can't remember. Yeah, trust me. I don't, I don't want no part to that. But anyway, move on from them. I don't want to talk about that. Go back to Snowfall. John Joe is knocking on doors on Saturday. And I'm knocking on doors, no. man. Oh. But. Anyway, back to Snowfall, it literally is a story of, you know, how crack cocaine hit the streets and, you know, um, the involvement of the CIA and, you know, the defamation, you know, the, the destruction of a community, um, the destruction of, you know, the deconstruction of the black family. So many different themes to the series and it just all told through, like, it's just, it's just an incredible, incredible story. You know what I'm saying? Like, they take this incredible fictional story and put it, you know, smack that in the middle of reality, you know what I'm saying? Because, I mean, obviously, we can all talk about this now. I mean, it's not a fucking secret now. You know, you guys can just Google, you know, the Iran Contra scandal and all that shit. Like, you may know that this stuff happened. It may not have happened with these details, but we know this shit happened. Right. So, it's a, uh, it's just an amazing series. It was an amazing ride. Like, every season was, was good. Like, not every season was as great as the other one. Like, I, you know, Probably the weakest season of Snowfall is maybe four, but every season is good. Every season is from good to great. You know what I mean? No less. No, I don't give no season of Snowfall. The lowest season I have it is at eight. Like that's the lowest season. All up there, we got nine, nine point five. How many seasons? Six. Six seasons, sixty episodes. Amazing, amazing series. With the end, honestly, the final season really pumped it up. I had it on. I had it on like a power, Breaking Bad level, um, tier television. But now, now I gotta start comparing it to like The Wire, uh, Sopranos. Because like I say, the like I say, Sopranos. I say Sopranos. Is, you gotta put it up there for greatest show of all time because it's like the greatest character study show of all time. You got you know in terms of Tony Soprano and how it breaks down that character. You see all the different layers and even the supporting cast. How it balances that. How in depth that is, while like telling the story about the the, the mob and it's kind of, and it's kind of its last days and stuff like that, like it, it's amazing. I've never seen storytelling like that. On the other hand, you got the Wire, which the Wire really has no main character. Like it has it's an ensemble cast. You're seeing things from the, from the cop side, criminal side, the little drug dealer, the big drug dealer, the politician, the reporter. You've seen it from all the sides. The city itself. Is the main character, and that's like one of the greatest, if not the greatest, series I've ever seen. What Snowfall is capable of doing, somehow it's able to do what those two shows did together, showed a, a community itself almost as a character, while having the character of Franklin Saint, you do this kind of character study, and you kind of see him go through these changes, these ups and downs over these six seasons, and this path to him becoming this kind of supervillain. Kind of like the way we see Walter White become Heisenberg. Mm. But I even say this may be even deeper. On top of that, though, this show has another character, the CIA agent character, Teddy McDonald, who we also so see go through his own arc that's damn it just as powerful. So for them to have two like character arcs on that level, on that like Tony Soprano, Walter White type level in the same show. And then still be able to tell us a story about the, uh, the community itself 
and put make all that fit together. This shit is this shit is a fucking ten. It's, it could it might be the best show of all time. It's definitely top three. It's definitely in that discussion because it's that's subjective, right? You know, some people feel like the best show of all time is I don't know, you know, some crazy shit. You know, some people feel like the best movie of all time is Fast and Furious. So <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like that's that's all subjective. Right. But when we talk about when we have those conversations, like you can feel like you can feel like you can feel like LeBron's the best basketball player. I can feel like Michael Jordan's the best. You feel like Kobe's the best, recipe Kobe, but just anything, right? But that's still, we know that they're that upper echelon. You the know, they're in the conversation. Right, right, right. And that's what Snowfall <laughs> has accomplished, man. The last episode legitimately, I mean, legitimately, the closing seconds legitimately had my eyes water. Literally had my eyes water. When the credits rolled, my eyes was water. I was clapping, and the, the song choice at the end was beautiful. Like, it, it was amazing. It's truly like an American classic. And it has become my favorite American period piece. It's, it's set in the past, it's set in the 80s. Really get to see like the destruction of, of a community. Dishes, right. fire. Man. So if anybody who hasn't seen Snowfall, because it's, it's so funny because it's like it's such a, it's, it's become like a cultural phenomenon in these last two seasons, I feel like. More people have really started to notice it. Mm-hmm. But I remember even I caught the show late. I started watching the show when they were on the break from season three. And I caught up, and then season four came out. I've been watching. I started watching week to week. But now I see a lot of people. Now that it's ended, and people are like calling it superb, people calling it ten out of ten. I see a lot of people on social media like saying, like, "Yeah, I gotta check this out. I've been hearing about it for years. I gotta check it out." So it's getting a lot of new fans. It's all available to be streamed by Hulu. Incredible series. Right up there with Breaking Bad, Sopranos, The Wire, all that. So goodbye to you know, get a you know, loving goodbye to Snowfall. Damson Idris, who is the main. Actor, I can't wait to see what he does. They be they've been calling him when when the show first started. People was calling him Baby Denzel. I used to hate the nickname because I didn't think he was deserving of it. Not because he's not a good actor, just because he's not that good of it. But he has grown over these six seasons to the point where he legitimately like that's that guy. Yo, Baby Denzel, like like it's him. Baby, no, I wouldn't call him Baby Denzel. I call him Damson Idris, but like <laughs> I'm just saying, like he's that guy, man. Like he's that guy. I can't wait to see what he does next. He's actually going to be starting a film with um. Brad Pitt is like some racing movie or something like that. Not like not Fast Furious, like some F one type shit. Oh, like like the correct kind yeah, of yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. So I can't, you know, I, this dude mm-hmm. Damson is he's one of the ones. He's only he just turned thirty. Mm-hmm. Yeah, bro. Mm-hmm. You know, he, he's he, Damson has been in those rumors about replacing John the Majors. Oh, it's Kane. Which I could honestly, I could see that, but I saw. You know, it's funny. Uh, shout, I ain't gonna take credit for this. Shout out Thomas. Homie Thomas gave me this. He was like, he said he could see John Boyega as replacing replacing John the Majors. I, I've seen I've seen that one. I was going to, yeah. Like, when, when he when he said that, I was like, I see. Damn, I, man, I can actually see that. Yeah. Not that I want John the Majors to be out. No, 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 for sure. I mean, you know, I mean, like we all got to hopefully this clears up, right? You know, right, right. See right. what actually happened. Can I be real? Though? I'm gonna be real here and say, I actually, haven't seen John the Majors as King because I haven't seen Ant Man watch Quantum Well, Oh no, that's a lie. I did. I saw him as the He Who Remains, but I didn't yeah. see him as Kane. You know what I'm saying? It's like, you know. I see your haven't seen him as Kane in Quantum Man, and I raise you. I yeah. haven't either. Okay, okay. <laughs> I haven't either. So for all the fuck I know, he's a horrible at Kane. And I gotta put. I put this. I put this on the comics geeks page. This is what I want to say too. Before we get out of here, this is my fan cast, and it just I hope that somebody out there who works for Lucasfilms or Disney hears this. Right, they're doing these different eras of Star Wars, right? 
I've always had my idea of like what a Night to the Old Republic movie would look like, and my who oh, I, I would I saw you were in this right who would cast who I would cast as Revan would be Omari Hardwick. I think he can bring he can obviously balance that duality. If you if anybody's watched Power knows that this man can literally in one scene appear to be one person, and the next scene completely appear to be a completely different person, and really play that that dual that have that duality within him as a person. Not that he has that in real life, but he can play that extremely well, and that's that's Revan, you know, called in between the light and the dark side. So that's really cool. And then plus, Omar Harvey is another person who we we kind of like any 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 like upper echelon black actor. We tend to like compare them to Denzel and so like that because he like he's the bar, but like, and Omar Harvey is actually like close friends with Denzel because like I said, so Omar Harvey before he was an actor, he used to like be like a coach, and like um, he actually coached uh, John David Washington in high school. And he was like, he was like a young twenty-something-year-old man. He was like going through some financial troubles and stuff like that at the time. He actually, but he wasn't like, like obviously wasn't letting people know in the studio. You know, he was like living his car. But like John David Washington and his mom like found out like that, that his coach was like living in a car and shit like that, and they like helped him get out his car and like, like he like lived with them. They acted Denzel, of course, and he was like, and like he ended up living with them. And that's how he like had a relationship with them. But then he later on he started acting. And that's our interview once where he was like, you know, they were acting like. Like he used to live with Denzel. Like, what did he say? Like, like when you were like you want to start acting, he was like Denzel doesn't like talk about like that type of shit. Like, he's a normal guy like off the set. So like he was like to my acting. He was like, like okay. So yeah, and then he started talking about like sports or shit. Mm-hmm. Like, and then yeah, but Omar Hart really is like up there. So I think he would be perfect for Revan and you know Malik, who was Revan's apprentice, who turned on him and stuff like that in the Star Wars canon. They were like partners and they fought in the Mandalorian Wars and stuff like that. I think Damson Idris, who played Franklin Sane in Snowfall, Star Snowfall, I think he'd be perfect for Malik. Now, of course, traditionally Malik has been portrayed as having like chalky white skin, but who fucking cares? Nobody's ever fucking even seen Malik before. As long as he still had like the blue tattoos on his head and shit like that, and he had like the the, the, the metal mask covering, because he gets, he gets the metal mask covering after he gets like blasted by the Jedi and his face gets scarred and shit. Like, so he could start off, you know, being normal dance and they could give him, like, the, the metal plate and shit like that. He would kill that shit, man. I could honestly really see him as Malik. He, he plays a fantastic villain. But he could also play this, like, wide-eyed kid who, you know, who, who grow into that. Mm. So I feel like in, in a strange way, both of their TV shows have almost kind of prepared them for this role, at least in my head. So I just think that'd be perfect. And that's a that's a timeline they're not they're not playing. They're doing old Republic stuff, you know, like but it's it's closer. It's actually you know, it's like only fifty years out or hundred years out. Go a thousand years back, two thousand years back, or whatever, show us Jedi versus the Mandalorian and stuff like that. And like have rep it, you don't even have to do Knights of the Republic, because I was thinking about this. What if you did like a Jedi versus Mandalorian movie set in the in the past to show that war and have Revan and Malak in it? You know what I'm saying? So you can see the young versions of them, see them kind of like t- leaning towards turning to the dark side and stuff to win and all that stuff, and then kind of set up nights like that. It's just it's just a fan cast idea that I had, but I mean, there's been a couple things that started off as fan cast, and then like, like you know, Boss Logic drew somebody as somebody, and then that person ended up actually becoming that person. You know what I'm saying? But you like, so I, I hope that's something that, that, that really could happen one day. I want to see them both from the start. Even if it's not my fan cast, these these two are incredible. They're incredible. Two of the best actors out right now. 
But shout out Snowfall, man. Y'all check it out. That's it. We got anything else? Nah, that's it. Oh, all right, man. We about to get out of here. You know what time it is. Yeah. It's time for Shameless. Promotion. I thought you were going to burp. Promotion. Like, it looked like you were going to stop real quick to burp. Promotion. Did you have to? Don't lie. No. No. That's just my getting ready face. Nah, it, it, that was different. It, you look like you were going to go like this, and then you came. In. I was, I was. You know what I was bringing up? Not a burp. I was bringing up the promotion. It comes from inside the belly. Okay. <laughs> go, man. Right. Okay. Nah, actually, I don't have anything this week, man. Yeah, anything? Just working on stuff. Yeah, he yeah. just working, man. Y'all, y'all check him out. You know just where he cooking just, cook, yeah. just cooking it up. Yeah, Give me a social. Just give me a social media. <laughs> Young Wolf Art. Young Wolf Art on Instagram and everywhere else too, right? Okay, well, TikTok. Okay, Young Wolf Art. Okay, gotcha. That's it? You know where to find me. SunJG on Instagram. That's S0NJG. Very easy to remember. Um, in, uh, TikTok, John George's 96 hours on everything this week. Um, find us on Facebook, Three Geeks in a Pod. That's spelled correctly. Three Geeks in a Pod. That's spelled correctly. Um, follow, follow, follow Comments Geeks. Follow up your geek. That's it. We getting out of here. Mod versus Mod versus McCall versus Hod versus the Geeks. <laughs> you got to throw on the twist, bro. Yeah. Megatron. Yes, sir. Why not? Doing everybody else. I feel like we should have put I name after Megatron because, you know. But why, why, why wouldn't we side with the humans to fight against Megatron? Damn. Right? Oh my god. Are we evil? I mean, mod, we can go ahead and talk. Mod, the mod, <laughs> and McCall versus Furious versus. No, and the Geeks versus the Autobots. No, the Sentinels, bro. Okay, I'm sorry. No, no. First, there's the Autobots in the first movie. Okay. And then for Mod versus Mod. We don't know we're all on the same side. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, Until we see that, Meg, that Megatron <laughs> is fucking manipulating us. Okay, and okay. You, you, you said Megatron the first time, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. See, I was thinking Optimus Prime yeah. when you said That's why I was like, what the fuck? Okay, yeah. So after, so then in that one, then we take on, so it's Mod, the Mod, and, and no, and McCall, and, McCall, and Furious, and, Furious, and, and the Geeks, and Autobots, V, hold on, V, V, the Decepticons, robots in disguise. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay.